BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. It's Friday, bitches. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Yes, it is Friday, oh, no, bitches. I gotta play the song. You gotta play the I've song. I gotta play the son song. of a bastard. What the hell? Come on. Well, it didn't work. There we go. Here we go. Ready? Ready. Ready. Song. From inside the Tuft and Needle Studio, it's Dave and Chuck the Freak. I'm gonna get you high today. Cause it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday. What? It's Friday. What? Yeah, yeah. Come on. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday. What? It's Friday. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, it's my favorite day of the week. My radio's kicking day to Chuck the Freak. It's a day celebrated all across the nation. Bitches be tripping. What's up with the Asian? Dave with the news, douche bag of the day. Rip corn in the hot bitch. Now we can begin at 617 yes. on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Yes. Yes. Mm. It's Friday, bitches. Mm-hmm. Good to hear. Uh, what's not good to hear for a lot of kids is back to school talk. Mm. Yeah. And even though I've been out of school for years, I don't like it myself. Yeah. I tell you, it puts me in a bad mood every time. I don't know why. I mean, mm. I should be happy. My kids are get out of my hair. They'll go back to school. Yeah, I think for me, it's this is the start of when I start to have weird dreams about not being done school. Oh, yeah. Like Every those. once in a while, I have that dream where I get a knock on my door and they're like, um, excuse me, sir, but uh, we have to take away your diploma because you never finished the right credits. Well, usually it's you don't have it. Yeah, you don't like, even have it. You like have to go that's back. my dream is that I usually like am like, I never graduated. Yeah. Yeah. Go back. God. Yeah. And then um, I go back like an 80s movie <laughs> to like, I'm like a fat 30 year old in high school. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh, I don't I do. have a I lot have of that. that anymore, really. I don't really think about it. Uh, there's much. no reason to, like, there's no reason for me to be concerned about it. But for whatever reason, my subconscious mind is terrified. Of the thought. I yeah. love it when school's not in because the traffic is lighter. When school's in, that's all my only complaint because it's like chaos yeah. with traffic. Yeah. Um, yeah, it gets worse. Back to school shopping, was that something you looked forward to or dreaded? Well, I dreaded. I, I dreaded it because that was like I would have to go to the, oh, you hate, know. And now I'm getting bad feelings. The byway <laughs> and I'd get my jumpsuits, <laughs> you know. Like, I just look at my own kids. <laughs> Holy crap. Our like, kids are so much luckier. They right. are well, so... Our parents, Chuck, our parents didn't have, like, 
any money, right? No, my parents were fine. Oh, your parents, they, my parents they, were not they fine. They didn't have tons of jack, but my dad worked, my mom worked. Well, my parents both they worked, had but enough. they didn't have a ton of money to they spend on me. They had enough to not buy me a dollar pants. They weren't <laughs> a dollar. Dude, I had dollar pants. No, I've never even seen pants for a dollar. Byway. It was a place. <laughs> growing up in Canada, you could go down there. It was like... Were they made of tissue no, paper? this is what they were. They were like... Off-brand pants. So instead of being like Adidas, they would say like tracks. Oh no! But they would be like the same style. It would say tracks, <laughs> and then how they were a dollar. The tracks logo was messed up. Oh, like so they when they like, screen printed it or oh, whatever, it messed up. So then they were like, "Oh well, we can't even sell these as tracks because." It's screwed up, so now it's a buck. And the <laughs> look at those boy. It was the knockoff reject store. It was the knockoff reject store. Wow, still open? And no, no they closed no. down. They closed down. Buy some dollar but they pants. were right downtown. They were had a huge location right downtown. So not bad enough. They were knockoffs. They were also the rejects. They of were the, the knock-offs. rejects of the knockoffs. And I remember, um, I wanted high top shoes. I wanted high top shoes more than anything, you know, and um, I can't remember even what brand it was. But then I they came home and they I opened the box of these reject dollar high tops. (laughs) They were like plastic. (laughs) And you know what's crazy? So like I knew, well, this these are my shoes. Yeah, these are the shoes. So I just started just drawing all over them. I was always like, I drew trying all to make over them, them just to be like, make so, so you couldn't tell that they were like, you know, wings or whatever they were called, like yeah. no name brand. Oh, that sucks. I always had clothes that were like a year behind. Like, so I'd bitch for a year. I remember one year I was just like, listen, the only way I'm going to fit in is, is if I get Jinko jeans. Yeah. And it was like, took a year. And then I finally got a pair and nobody was wearing them by that point. So like, oh, yeah, they're out of style then. That happened to me in the sixth grade. I wanted these feel shoes. Everybody yeah. had these feel shoes. <laughs> I wanted them so bad. They were sweet. They were high tops with like this Velcro strap around the top. Was, oh, like, yeah. The most kick-ass shoes I've ever seen. Yep. <laughs> finally got them for my birthday. The school year started and everybody was on to the next brand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The next cool feel shoe. And some kid actually came up to me and goes, dude. You are wearing last year's feel of shoes. Oh, yeah. I almost cried. Oh, I, I almost cried. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Kids are bastards. So sad. Oh, kids are bastards sometimes. Same thing, though. So, like, for me, um, at, at the time, I remember the one year, I don't know if it was like sixth grade, seventh grade, it was when it was like Miami Vice time. Yeah. Right. So, um, you wanted to have like the cool polo shirt that right. was. Like pink, yeah, whatever. Right, the like okay. the, the pinks, the yellows, that kind of that stuff. Thing. Was but it had to be like, I mean, it was such a big deal for it to be the real. Did your parents do the same thing? Mine did, did the to me. Exact same thing. They bought me the Beverly Hills Polo Club shirt. Oh, see, oh. no, not me. Mine wasn't even not it. Ralph Lauren Polo. My, yeah, no, the knockoff Beverly Hills Polo okay. Club. No, my parents it was devastating. Bought, my parents got me the off-brand reject Polo. The year later. Oh, no. Because they knew I wanted it for so... It's the same thing as James. So all of a sudden, I've got a pink knockoff fake polo, 
and I'm going to school, and everyone's like, dude, what are you doing? Well, I'm just a huge loser. Who do you think it. you are, Don Johnson? Exactly. He's not cool anymore. I, yeah. I would show up like a year after Don Johnson wasn't cool. <laughs> I showed up to school like Don Johnson. That's <laughs> <laughs> me. No, I know. I know. I'm telling you, dude, I had like white pants on. I had those mesh shoes oh, and no a pink knockoff. <laughs> Look at this chubby Don Johnson. Picture Jack walking into the school. <laughs> he's like strutting in, like he's all making me super fly. Oh, dude, I knew. I oh, knew. you already knew. I knew. <laughs> yeah, no, I knew I was market? doomed. No, I knew I was doomed. The thing about it is, I guess I did. Like, I knew I was doomed, but I didn't really associate it with really mattering in life. Yeah. Yeah, you know. So I was like, fine. I was just like, I don't care. No, but. see, I never wore. The kids at the school I was at then were brutal. So I couldn't even wear my Beverly Hills Polo Club shirt, or they would have ripped me to shreds. Yeah. You can't wear the knockoff version of it, or they would never have let you live it down, because there were some real rich bastards there. Yeah. Yeah, there was never any, like, um, like, like I said, I was always a year behind. So, like, one year, all the kids were dressing like hippies with corduroy pants and Grateful Dead t-shirts and stuff. So then I waited a year because it took yep. a year to bitch my dad into make, doing that for me. And then I show up. I'm like, look who's got a brand new bit. Ba- oh, <laughs> Jesus. And they're on to the next <laughs> like, group. Yeah, nobody they're on cared. They're on jeans by now. Yeah, yeah. they're on to Jinko jeans. And then I'm like, check out these sweet airwalks. Nobody's got airwalks. <laughs> it's all yeah. new balances. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I still yep. wouldn't pay money to have seen a picture of Miami Vice Chuck. <laughs> I think that would have been oh, man. I'm, I'm amazing. Miami Vice was sweet. Uh, Dave's with us here on the Dave and it Chuck lines. Sweet. Hey, Dave, good morning, man. Hey, good morning. Yeah, getting back to that. I mean, when I was a kid, the, the dollar jeans were the tough skins, and all the oh. cool kids had the Levi's. So oh, you'd yeah. walk in with your tough skins, and you'd get ripped on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what happened to me all the time. I that never was even my heard of tough skins. It was probably to I me. Know, though, was it Wrangler? That's what what, it, what I had. Yeah. Was, and I had to fight. I'd be Dave. like, I'm not wearing any more goddamn Wranglers. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Wrangler Huskies? <laughs> no, because that's the thing. I would have Wrangler Huskies. <laughs> yeah, Wranglers were where you yep. couldn't wear Wranglers. Husky. The kids would rip you apart if you wore Wranglers. Like, what am I a cowboy? Am I a fat cowboy? Fat little cowboy? Rootin' tootin' Andy. Miami Vice Chuck and fat little cowboy Andy (laughs) making their way through school. Oh, I was lucky because I didn't have the pressure of a bunch of rich kids. I kind of hung out with the alternative crowd. So kind of anything goes in the alternative crowd. You can get away. You didn't have the pressure of brand name stuff. Yeah, I was kind of luckily. I went to high school. We had uniforms. So then it was then then it was like. Okay, oh. so there was a lot of pressure kind of off of you. It, the only pressure I ever had like that was it was like grade school. Yeah. You know, it was like yeah, mine seven, was high eight, school. six, seven, eight. So do you think, okay, has there been a switch? Because our parents didn't give a damn, I think, for the most part about, well, too bad. That's there what is we've a got. switch. You, you wear that or you don't wear anything, right? Yeah. They didn't care if people would tease you. They just yeah. didn't have the money. Yeah. But now it seems like parents will go into debt to make sure their kids have all the latest stuff. I think well, each generation coddles their kids more. Yes, it's bad. I'll say this. I'm not going to get my kid like the late, like, I'm not going to go overboard. But at the same time, I'm like, I know because I lived it, I can't get him dollar pants. Right. You oh, know, right. like my kid will be, you know, my kid wants a uh, iPhone 10. My kid wants, you know what I mean? And it's like, no, yeah, but you also don't get that. growing out of things. So you don't want to spend a ton of money. Yeah. And clothes yeah. will just grow out of quickly. You know, you know, 
But uh, like I get, you know, more than a dollar. I've spent some money on Rowan to have the dumbest, ugliest shoes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I draw a line. I don't. Yeah, you uh, have to draw a line. I, I, I think, think if, if something's ridiculous, there's no way unless they earn the money themselves or yeah. you know they yeah. from their bank account. That's a good way uh, to be. Uh, someone said when I was in sixth grade, my mom bought me a Fubu jersey. I wore it like once a week. I loved it. Didn't realize until after school that it was an African American brand, and I am whiter than rice. Yeah, uh, no, my mom bought me an eight ball jacket. So, <laughs> <laughs> my mom bought me an eight ball jacket oh, for for man. Christmas. I opened it up and I was like, "Mom, this is." And it had all. It was all like the African uh, colors. Yeah, you know, like the green. It was like. Uh, Did Michael Jackson have a clothing line? Because I think my parents bought me something from the Michael Jackson clothing line. Uh. I don't know if you ever yeah. had. Did they ever do that? I mean, he, there were if it Michael was, Jackson style maybe, clothes. Maybe you could that's buy. it. Maybe it was inspired. It was the discount brand of it. There was like red shirts. I remember that had that zipper and they would fold over. Mm. You know, you could buy um, some shirts that lo- would look well, that, like. Yeah, that was. I had that shirt that zipped down diagonally yeah. across you, and then yep. it was mesh underneath and it would flap down. Yep. It was. It was a bad look, uh, Monty. Hey, Monty, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. How are you guys today? We're okay. Thanks. What's your comment? All right. So, yeah, um, we were so poor. We couldn't, uh, you know, buy all of our clothes. My mom actually was a seamstress, and she would make our clothes. Oh, well, oh, you know, that must have um, been tough, yeah. though. It was an original. And I'll say this, yeah, though. Yeah. As, as long as she knew what she was doing, like, that's like the year that my mom made me that Superman costume. <laughs> But she didn't know what she was doing. Yeah. You know, she's never picked up a sewing machine, and then all of a sudden she's sewing a Superman costume for me. So you know how Lisa said she was in the alternative crowd? The alternative part of me was always my pants, because I apparently have always had legs that are outside the fringe of normal society. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't fit regular pants. So, like, I would get these pants that were, like, wide enough for my stupid, like, birth and hips and yep. thighs. Yeah. But... They were too long. They thought the person's got this big a leg. Exactly. He's nine feet tall. Same, same with me. Same so life. my grandma would hem them. Yeah, oh, me too. Me too. Crude, oh. crude job. I mean, she tried, but yeah. Does, and, and you know what's funny? I still have that feeling of like <laughs> how horrible a grandma hem looks. She didn't That's hem mine. them like up where the, you could see it. Like she tucked it underneath. Right, I know. And then there was yeah. never that. You know how jeans have that bottom right, thing? Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. It like there was nothing. It was yeah, just like, no, that's real bad. It was just yeah. cut. Oh, God, that brings back terrible me memories. Absolutely, me too. Bad, bad oh, my feelings. God. Um, this person said, I know how you guys feel. My parents bought me a Tinny Hilfiger. No. Tinny, tinny from a craft show. Tinny Hilfiger. Oh, Tinny Hilfiger. That's bad. You know, the other thing about having tiny jeans, like, like tiny little legs in those big jeans, you yeah. know, when you're like an eight-year-old kid and you have to have size 36s and, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, where where grandma is making the, the, is the hem is like where a normal man's knees are. Right. <laughs> they look like a tube of jean just shooting down from my waist. And I'd be like, dong, 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 dong. It looked like bell. It looked like giant bell bottoms. It was mm. bad, man. I remember always just looking at the bottom of my pants, being Aww. like, "Oh God, I'm gonna have to do drugs." <laughs> yeah, we're talking <laughs> about that. Like you into drugs, <laughs> your pants. Yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah, that's, that's 
The struggles of back-to-school shopping and uh, dealing with that when you were a kid is what we're talking about. This guy said, I'm 40 years old, and I wear Wrangler jeans sometimes, and my wife rips me apart for it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't uh, wear it. E-Rock's calling us from upstate New York. Good morning. How are you? Hey, guys. You guys got a fabulous show, man. You guys make me laugh every morning. Thank you. That's awesome, hey, dude. Thanks, Thank you man. so much. So what was your uh, fashion choice? Yeah, real quick. My parents couldn't afford nothing, man, right? So... My grandmother normally got me uh, school clothes every year. But what does she know? You know, she was like yeah, yeah. 70 years old at the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was in the crisscross back in like 1990. Yeah. And, yep. uh, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. Jump, so, jump. Sure enough, Grandma grandma grabs uh, a crisscross shirt for me. But what it was was it was a T-shirt and the jersey, the print was backwards. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. I wore oh, this yeah. thing. I wore this, I wore this thing to school. And I'll tell you, I never heard the end of it for five years. Oh, no, no man. <laughs> no. It's, it's, no, uh, um, a young man cannot wear a crisscross jersey no. to school. No. Thanks yeah, for my, calling in. My grandma would day. buy clothes at garage sales and stuff Ooh. and get them for me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, so I'd get, like, crazy, crazy shirts. Like, one, one time she got me the loudest, craziest Iron Maiden shirt. Mm-hmm. That was huge. It was like a nightgown on me. <laughs> And I was like, I don't think I can wear this thing, but it had Eddie, and it was like tie-dye. Yeah. I was like, geez, Grandma, I don't know. That's pretty wild. <laughs> it was probably a lot easier for kids in, like, because uh, you're in your high school, you wore a uniform, right? Yeah. So then you don't have to worry about that. No. So any kids that wore uniforms, that pressure is gone. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you other ways you... Well, you still hung out, right? So when you hung out and you were hanging out with, you know, the the guys and then try, trying to go meet the girl somewhere like you still had to look all right yeah you know i don't think i ever got any kind of style down until i was about 28 28 took you a long time like i'm still struggling like yeah well you know i mean there are photos of me that i'll look back on and i'm like i'm like 24 in that photo and i look at myself i'm like i've got a golf hat on (laughs) i've got a button-down plaid short sleeve shirt when, on when you went through your short short denim cutoff shorts and uh uh tank tops what yeah was that like was that uh what I were you going for? that was just that was just loungewear for me mm. really gay loungewear gay loungewear <laughs> which it still is <laughs> um someone said my wife has damn near driven us into debt trying to dress my son in yep. all under armor gear to impress all the other elementary school a-holes it causes an argument every single time she goes clothes shopping for him mm. mom's cave amber caves more than i cave yeah I'm like are you kidding no way I'm because you that. think of the effects of bullying and stuff now right, I bet. That's what you know it is. what i mean like i wasn't like bullied ever for you know like i was yeah. able to kind of skate through undetected yeah. or whatever but well i just made people laugh and when you make people laugh they bully you less that's yeah. what i figured out that's why i'm here today exactly <laughs> that's why society accepts me yeah exactly uh let's go to lee who's calling us uh, from boston hey lee good morning man wicked piss of the day eh? oh, wicked piss of you. <laughs> so uh when i was like six years old i loved beverly hills cop eddie murphy uh-huh. and at the beginning of the movie the two guys as he's walking through beverly hills with the black and red leather outfits i wanted one of those outfits no amazing I, amazing yes i wanted one of those outfits really bad so i told my mom that's what i wanted my mom came home with black and red mickey mouse sweatpants and said here's your outfit i purposely wore them 
for a day and a half and just totally shredded them out in the yard so I wouldn't have to wear them to school. Oh, no, you could never wear them to school. Yeah. Come on. No. But I, I think it's hilarious that you wanted the black and red <laughs> outfits. Yeah. Yeah. But those were, that was Michael Jackson's Actually. look, right? Like yeah. that. Yeah. So. yeah, that was like two dudes dressing like Michael Jackson. I think Eddie Murphy actually wears almost that exact outfit in one of his stand-ups. I think he does. Uh, like in Delirious? Delirious or Raw. Raw is red. Yeah. Like a red leather yeah. suit. I, I really wanted the Ferris Bueller day off, the chick's jacket, the white leather jacket oh, with the, the, the fringe. Yeah. I wanted that so bad, and I never got it. But Oh, it sucks. His sister was badass. Was that yeah. his sister? No, that was no, his girlfriend. No, 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 it was girlfriend. his girlfriend. His girlfriend. girlfriend. And I, just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just looked her up. She never did anything, because I saw some Ferris Bueller day off like documentary or something, and <laughs> yeah. I was like... What happened to that chick? She never did anything. After that movie. After that movie, wow. that was it. Wow, it was so crazy. huge. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Beth, who's with us next. Hey, Beth, how are you? Hello, Boca Raton. Boca Raton! So, in fourth grade, we were on a trip, and my grandma gave me presents every hour. So I unwrapped one of them, and it was a duck smoking a joint, riding a motorcycle t-shirt. Grandma will get you some wild stuff. Fourth grade? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Dollar store, totally. I totally wore it at home. Got made fun of. We still call it <clears throat> the pot smoking duck shirt. Uh, can we go back to a second? Your grandma gave you a gift every hour? Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? I'm an only child, so I was pretty spoiled. All right. So oh, it's six o'clock. Like, time for your next gift. Yeah, exactly. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's awesome. Every hour? That is crazy. Well, I'll, I'll, tell, cool, like I'll say this, though. I mean, a gift an hour, that sounds great. But in order to do a gift an hour, they got to be fairly on the cheap. Right. Yeah, that's why you have to give the pot-smoking duck shirt. Exactly. Yeah. Which I would love to wear right now. I know. <laughs> uh, Chuck. It's like Howard the Duck smoking weed. Hey, Chuck, how are you, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? We're good. Hey, when I was a kid, my mother used to buy me these ridiculous nylon, almost plastic running suits. Oh, they oh, were yeah. hard. I'd have oh, to yeah. wear them to school, got picked on, and you'd have to wear them to gym, too. And I remember sliding across the gym floor, and every time you would slide, the thing would melt. It was yep. just melty as oh, I, You know what? I saw it was something way back in the day on like 2020 or something because I was always a young newsman at heart. And they uh, <laughs> they exposed how cheap these were and how they caught fire yeah, and would cause fire. major you damage. Were, and I was terrified. Uh, where my yeah. cheap tracks would be like, get away from the flame. Oh, yeah. yeah. My dad had to put me out because they, they suited me up in a windbreaker outfit. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Nice blue, purple. And yep. uh, it was like blue magenta <laughs> with some yellow. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Um, Very nice. <laughs> Yeah, it was real nice. And then you know what I wore underneath it, too, just for good measure? Yeah. A nice white turtleneck. Oh, oh was really? It was like a picture of me in this like, oh, purple yeah. windbreaker, my stupid perm-like hair. Mm. Turtlenecks were a thing for a minute. My yeah, grandpa had this heater in the Guys. garage, and I had walked by it. <laughs> And I just walked by it, man, and the thing, what happened? The heat just burst. The heat the heat. He knew what was going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a heat in the garage. And I, I remember just like, what are you guys doing? Working on stuff? It's pretty cool. And I walked by. And the thing ignites, dude. I was like two no. feet away from it. I was like, I'm pretty hot here. Yeah, I got to turn the heat. So they had to stop, drop, and roll. Yeah, my dad was like, get down, boy. I'm Put my leg out. Oh my god! It's true though, man. Those things were like uh, a human torch. Yeah, it was purple and pink. I would have been entombed in purple and pink. 
chemical fabric. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fireball. The only thing that would have been left was my turtleneck. Because there was no burning whatever that thing was made was out of. No. You just casually said my dad had, yeah, my dad had to put me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did. You did. did. your white turtleneck? Yeah. Oh, well, that's one of the only thing that would have been left. That's some curls. Yep. <laughs> Crazy. It's so true. You're okay. Yeah, yeah, my dad and my grandpa were working on something. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Oh, it's a in here, huh? Like classic, you catch fire scene in a movie. Oh, I'm seven. You guys are irresponsible. Yeah. yeah. Please. When my when my, my dad, like, bam, 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 giant dad hand. Yeah, when my brother set his him his self on fire, he had the same type of nylon pants on, and they just fused to him. That's what happened. That's what happened. He made clothes like that. There were no standards made with that. There were very little standards. My brother was trying to take his burning pants off of himself, and they were fused to his leg. Oh. Well, that's what I was like. I was like, Jesus. I remember looking at the pants afterwards like, holy God, why would you ever put these on me? Do you not care about my survival? Yeah. You're like, just a so human torch. Oh, man. And it's purple. You guys hate me. <laughs> like, what are you doing? This guy said, I had a friend with those cheap pants, too, standing around a bonfire drinking beer. They straight oh, no. to his legs. Yeah. Yeah, they you could just yeah. stuck to both legs. That's what they were like. The fire. There used to be these little things you could put in the oven. They probably still have them. They would be like, they were called shrinky dinks back in the day. They were like a big piece of plastic, and then the fun thing was you threw them in the oven, and then they shrunk down and yeah. became a little hard thing. It's the same material. That's the same material those pants were made out of. Except mine were more flammable. Yeah, yeah, they were. They would turn into just hard plastic. I remember being like, I think we should uh, stop it with the windbreaker suit. Oh no. <laughs> so, there was a kid in junior high who wore one of those really cheap track suits and attempted to jump over a fire at a bonfire and caught fire. Yeah, yeah of course. He had to be sent to Florida Aww. to some special burn unit. Thanks. We never saw him again. Well, no, because he's gone. Yeah. He's gone. You don't live through that. Yeah, my my dad put me out. You're lucky. So lucky. <laughs> I am. I'm glad he was there for that. But it was his yeah. fault, so he right, had better right, be there. Right. Can you imagine you just walked into the garage by yourself? Oh, that would have oh, been yeah. it. It would have been it. It was nuts. <clears throat> I just remember being like, geez, these things are flammable. <laughs> <laughs> you don't expect your clothes to just ignite. I wasn't expecting it, and it was the blackest ugliest smoke dude like oh just pure death yeah it was just chemical, chemical smell just, yeah. oh yeah absolutely um someone said that uh, my mom always thought we would grow forever so in high school she would only buy me double xl t-shirts so i could grow into them oh. he said well i'm 35 now and i still just wear a large yes oh, yeah, yeah. So he, was, he was floating in there um sixth grade i begged my parents for one of those surf style pullover windbreakers never got one Still haunts me to this day. <laughs> um, Anthony, you were almost killed by some cheap clothing as well. Is that right? How's she going, eh? How's she going, eh? Yeah, boys, I was like 12 years old. Uh, my dad and I and his friend were out at my uncle and aunt's house for a bonfire. Yeah, like 40 acres. We were just burning a bunch of pallets, had a huge stack of pallets on. And my dad's friend decided to be good to throw a five-gallon bucket of gasoline onto the fire just to see the mushroom cloud. Ooh. I was about five, six feet away sitting on a picnic table wearing that green, purple, blue, yellow, yep. vinyl, full <laughs> head-to-toe suit. Oh, I yeah. had like a, a hoodie, some sweatpants on underneath. It was kind of cold, but uh, 
that mushroom cloud went up and the wind blew and it wrapped around me. And I don't know if you've ever melted like the plastic or cellophane on your cigarettes and seen it just crinkle up. Yeah, yeah that's same pretty thing, much what yeah. started happening to my clothes. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I started sprinting and screaming and rolling, and everybody <laughs> started hitting me with towels and placemats and rugs. And yeah, it was. Uh, luckily, I didn't suffer any injuries, but it scared the hell out of me. Oh, I'm sure, dude. I just think about how funny the whole scene where I caught fire must have been. Like how it looked because my grandma or my grandpa and my dad were like man, man's men, you know. Yes. <laughs> and what they were doing at the time was they had invented this log splitter. They invented it, built it from scratch, welded it together, and it was a hydraulic log splitter yeah, that would yeah. split logs. They were working on this thing. And then I'm walking around in a purple jumpsuit with a perm, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. and my legs start smoking. <laughs> I'm like, what a scene that must have been. Like, oh, hold on a second, Dad. <laughs> my son is on fire. Put <laughs> <laughs> him out. God damn it, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> green bean. Yeah, I was like, oh no, that's we could have lost green bean that day. Yeah, yeah. we oh, have a bunch of shit. stuff. I, I barely survived my childhood. Oh yeah, my parents were like, we gotta watch that one. <laughs> Bob's up next. Hey Bob, after. good morning. <laughs> he gets up to say, good morning. How's it going, eh? Good. We're going, talking about eh? being traumatized with some of the decisions our parents made for back to school clothes. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. So the, the uh, mid eighties, middle school was probably the most brutal time of any era. I, I agree. I agree with you. Right, yeah. So, mid-80s, I'm in sixth grade, and that's when Run DMC was really popular, and they had those <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Adidas yep. shell tops. I don't know if you remember. Okay. So, everybody were getting those, but they were an arm and a leg, so my mom's like, no, I'm not getting those, but I wanted the high tops. So, she comes home with these uh, new balances, and I'm like, wow, man, what, you know, like, what am I going to do with these? Yeah. But it's better than nothing. Better than nothing. But the problem was that the, the holes for the laces would go up like three or four. And then for some reason, there's a gap to, 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 um, until the next lace. So here I am trying to put on fat laces. And when it gets to the fourth, fourth, fifth lace, it's uneven. So, but I, I, but here I am, sixth grade, wanting to wear them, and I remember getting ripped on them with New Balances with knockoff fat laces. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> no, I mean, there's nothing, man. <laughs> no. Um, so this uh, email came in from. Uh, uh, Vilma, and she says, we grew up really poor. My parents had no fashion taste or sense. They'd buy us clothes from a thrift shop. For winter one year, they bought my younger brother a used coat that said Janice on Janet. it. Oh, oh my God. That's, that's punishment. That's, that's like me. They should have been reported. So Janice. Mean. The last year of grade school, people would just be like, no. Janice. Oh, hey, Janice. Oh, no. my God. They, my parents still don't understand what the problem was. Oh. I had a shirt that some fat kid had had in like 1975 that uh -huh. my grandma had got at a thrift store and it said it was a graduating class of 75 and they were like <laughs> it was like what a long strange trip it's been oh wow so i'd be like a little <laughs> fat kid walking around with this grateful dead thing on it oh. it was weird janice that's one of the worst Janice. things I've ever heard. If my parents bought me a coat with the name Janice embroidered on it, that's devastating. Yeah. I'd have to rip it out or like yeah. cut a hole in it something. or something. Uh, someone said patch. childhood patch. patch. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Childhood was Too the worst. Patch. I wore Adidas sneakers. I, I wanted Adidas sneakers, but I got four stripe knockoffs. I wanted a Boss shirt. I got a Boff shirt Boff. instead. B-O-F-F. -F. Oh, no. Boff. I couldn't even get Wranglers, you guys. He said I had to wear Rustlers. Rustlers? So Rustlers were like the cheap version of I Wranglers? I had a pair of Rustlers. 
I didn't always have Wrangler money. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say. Money. I don't, I don't, I don't money. think I ever had Wranglers. I had Rustlers, and then I, I, if I was lucky, I'd get a Wrangler yeah. here and there. Yep. This woman said, I wore my brother's hand-me-downs until I grew boobs. I didn't even get a pair of girl shoes until my brother's feet were finally bigger than mine at 13 years old. Thanks, Mom, she says. Jesus. That's tough. Yeah, I was the oldest. It's definitely different. Now, I think, I, I know myself, just because I went through it, because I went through it, I have some empathy for a kid when he's asking for stuff, because I know why he's asking for it. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, I remember those shoes I had on. Mm. I remember those pants I wore. I remember the tracksuit yeah. matching top and bottom with no other shirt underneath. Inside that and thing. how it felt. People are saying that's why they put the snaps on the side of those track pants so you could rip them off when you caught fire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Mine weren't like that. Oh, no. no Mine no. didn't even have a thing to, like, be. I had to pull down my pants. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> yep. Same, like that. Yeah, like, same thing. You know, like, mine had an elastic band. Band. when you pulled oh, yeah. down. my ass out like a toddler and stick the pants would stick together because uh, yeah. inside this plastic doom there's like a lining a, liner. Yeah. a weird lining yeah, so it, it would bunch up around my fat yes. yeah I remember that it's so brutal. it wouldn't stick to your legs if you didn't have that lining it would stick and you'd never get it off you didn't even have full range of motion if you were a fat kid in that. <laughs> because they, they, it was like being an Iron Man suit or something yeah. like it was bad it was bad man they said you were like the flame dude from Fantastic Four. Yeah, Daddy I know. Mom. I was like the human torch there for a <laughs> yeah. second. I was like, Daddy, you might want to take a look at this. I'm on fire. Green means on fire. <laughs> Luckily, we all survived that time. Kids today, honestly, most of the kids are way luckier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Parents uh, parents make sure they don't suffer like we did. All right, we're going to get to our first check of the news here on this Friday, bitches. Coming up, what happened to a Michigan man who was bit by his pet cobra? Mm. How many people have lied to get out of jury duty? And has there been another problem involving one of those duck boats? Let's find out as we check the news. Checking in with the Morning Report. I'm Dave Hunter. It is time now for a check of the news. A Michigan man continues his slow road to recovery after being bit by his exotic venomous snake. Staff at the Detroit hospital he was taken to have shared how they managed to obtain the anti-venom that saved his life. Um, the 26-year-old guy, who's from Bay County, Michigan, was mm-hmm. bitten near his ankle. Oh, wow. thats I would have thought he got bit on the face or something stupid. By his albino monocled cobra. Well, you have a cobra, you know? Don't have cobras. He had been interacting with the snake in some way. Hi, cobra. <laughs> Don't Bef- interact with it either. Before it flopped out of its enclosure and bit him. Mm. After it bit him, the man and another person in the home kind of corralled it and returned it to its enclosure. 20 minutes after the bite, though, he started to get sick, drowsy, vomiting. Then he stopped breathing due to respiratory muscle paralysis from the venom and was intubated and placed on a breathing machine. He was airlifted to the Detroit Medical Center for a higher level of care. He was admitted to the intensive care unit. They had to contact the Toledo Zoo. There, the staff sent eight vials of generic anti-venom to the DMC, yet despite the vials being administered within a half hour of the man's arrival, it had no effect, and his condition began to worsen. Mm -hmm. So they reached out to the Miami-Dade Emergency Response Team in Florida, which has a venom response program. 
20 vials of antivenom were flown from the Florida team and administered to the patient in Detroit. Finally, they started to see an improvement. The man and his family are not speaking to the media about what happened. State law does prohibit the importation of any species that could spread diseases or parasites or cause serious physical harm to humans. Oh, so he's not supposed to have it. So he's yeah. not supposed to have it. But it does sound like he's going to be getting out of the hospital fairly soon. Oh, that's good, because I, I, you know, whenever you stop breathing for a certain amount of time, you're always worried if you, like, are going to be with it. Yeah. Yeah, so brain it kills your, stuff. kills your brain. You this know. monocle cobra is native to uh, several Asian countries. Its venom is highly potent and among the fastest acting of all snakes, with death arriving as soon as an hour after a bite. So the That's dude is like, so lucky to be alive. Do you think he just didn't know like how dangerous it was and just... Probably. You know what I mean? Like, just thought it was yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are idiots. No yeah. wonder his family won't speak to the media, though. That's well, yeah, mm-hmm. well, yeah. You don't, you don't give them an interview. Police are trying to identify two Massachusetts men involved in a scam, where they were scamming buyers out of hundreds of thousands of dollars with fake gold dust. Gold, gold dust. Gold dust. What is it? Eighteen twenty-two. Like glitter. Like uh, just glitter. That's a white dude named Jesse O'Brien and a black man named Frank met with three individuals. At the extended stay, America. The that's men where you buy gold dust. Yeah, that's where you get it. The men were scammed out of three hundred six thousand dollars. Oh, what? That was supposed to be for fifteen kilograms of gold dust. They tested the product. It was not gold dust. No. What a strange story. <laughs> and where their, what their names are, where they met. Hey, and- you staying at the extended? <laughs> I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're wanna, both there. Frank. You, uh, Frank. You guys, listen. Me and my buddy Frank. <laughs> we got a. Uh, we got some. We got a deal for you. What? If you want to meet yeah, us in the, wow. in the lobby area, hey, we're always up for a deal. <laughs> Just bring three hundred and six thousand dollars. Oh, that's a lot. It is. But okay. what well. I'm going to give you is eight million dollars worth of gold dust. Hey, uh, gold, gold dust. dust. <laughs> Jeff, I'll take cast this yeah. up. We yeah, no, I'll this. take it. I mean, I'll let me wrangle in room 112. You guys are so lucky you're here with me at the Extended Stay America. Yeah, man. <laughs> because I, I, I have This is legit, calls, legit I mean. gold it's dust. It's legit gold dust. We're going to run a few tests on it first, if you don't I mind. I wouldn't do that. Oh. oh there's no time for it. Oh, I see. Listen, huh. to get this gold dust, I had to go it through looks, some stuff. It looks like gold glitter. That's what it always looks like. <laughs> That's what it's all. I'm all pan. I panned it out How myself. Come there's a giant bag of it. And it's fairly light. You'd think uh, gold dust would be heavy. Yeah, this is very special, thin, <laughs> light. Mm, well, I mean, I, I, I've never seen gold dust. Have you? I, I guess we just take his word for it. Yes, not. Yeah, give me the money. Okay. Yeah, take it. Three hundred six thousand dollars. Yeah. Here's your gold <laughs> dust, bitches. I'm out of the extended oh, <laughs> Strange story. What a weird story. Super <laughs> like, weird. Gold dust, they say. <laughs> yeah, oh. like. I would assume $300,000 deals for gold <laughs> usually don't go down at like a extended, extended stay, stay America. You know? Right. No, $300,000 no. deals should go down at an extended stay America. No. no. Even if they do have kitchens in their room. <laughs> <laughs> no, those uh, obviously some people. How do people that dumb have $300,000? I don't know. It's wild. Uh, how does how does that happen? I feel like it's sometimes it's not their first foray into the 
dark arts. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know what I mean? How... But you think they would have been burned many times, though. Yeah, I mean, you'd think. Sometimes some you old, can be very successful at Old things. pirate jewelry, and it's those ring pops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, the gold dust dealer. Look at the size of the ruby on that. God. <laughs> Smells of raspberry. <laughs> Listen, this is a raspberry ruby. <laughs> Look at the size of the ruby. Look at the size it's of it. It's insane. That's a nine billion dollar ruby on this thing. What a weird ring they put it on. This tiny round plastic. plastic. Well, all the money went into the ruby, the raspberry ruby. Oh, oh yeah, that makes sense. Look at the cut on it. Oh, you don't right. see that cut a lot. You don't, I don't know what you call that. It's like a princess cut, but it's the only ruby with taste. That green one is it? Emeralds? That's that... emerald, pure lime emerald. Oh, is it lime emerald? What I've is... never even heard. What is the grape stone? The grape stone is the rarest of all <laughs> stones. Wow. It's only in one place near Bangladesh. <laughs> and this is the biggest well, one of them. So rare. Thousand dollars. Here's your grape stone. Voice changing technology. Uh -huh. okay. So this gold dust deal that went down in Massachusetts. You're one of the guys involved in this deal, Frank. Yes, I am, sir. Which side were you on? The, the... No, I was driving to Mexico. I missed that. What? It was what? Me and my buddy were driving to Mexico right now. We're heading out of here. Oh, you're getting out of oh, here. You're, out. you're heading you're out of town. You're getting out of there. Yes, sir. So <laughs> are you uh, Jesse O'Brien or the black man named Frank? I'm the, I'm the African-American fellow. That's enough of him. I don't know if that's really Frank. <laughs> that's not Frank. <laughs> Dave's like, you Frank. know what's crazy? We've got him. <laughs> They're so like trusting. On yep. the line right him. now? Yep. Can you believe? Voice-changing technology? <laughs> it's not a racist guy with a voice-changing technology. <laughs> it is actually the guy right now. We're going to go live right now, <laughs> shockingly, to Black Frank. <laughs> Black Frank, go ahead. Is this Frank? Oh my God, is this Frank? Weird things have happened on this show. The guy didn't even know who Frank was. He was like, "I am the black guy." Oh wow, that's wild. Yep, wild few moments there. No, that was not the guy. No. Okay, so you would think we talked at length how. You know, Chuck talked me out of taking the duck boat ride in Boston. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, looking back, good idea, especially since, unfortunately, horribly, 17 people died the other week mm -hmm. in Missouri. Hasn't stopped people from taking these duck boat rides. I, I no. would have thought they would have been halted all across the country until this investigation is complete. But no. So they're still doing them in Boston. And then one got in an accident yesterday. Uh, here's the story from Boston 25 News about what happened there. Take a listen. Once again, the popular duck boat is making headlines. The driver of this white Audi and a Ooh. duck boat collided around 1.30 in the afternoon on Congress and State Streets, right in front of the old state house. Very low mile per hour uh, impact. Our driver jumped out and... Uh, but it didn't hit. We weren't going very fast when it hit. The boat was packed with passengers on board. I was riding in the first seat. You were riding in the first seat. You didn't see anything? No. Because That's I'm where Dave would have been. Down low. And the streets <laughs> were packed with tourists. I don't know whose fault it is. All I'm saying is this could have been a lot worse. And the driver took every evasive opportunity that she had 
to prevent this from being far worse than it was. One passenger says it looks like the two drivers were trying Ooh. to merge together. Calm, cool, and collected. I heard this weird screeching because the duck boat was uh, pushing the car okay, sideways up the street, so it was like this weird what screeching happened? sound. Massachusetts state law changed after a duck boat was involved in a deadly crash on Beacon Hill in April Ooh. 2016. 28-year-old Allison Warmoth was killed by the driver of the duck boat when she was on a scooter. The recent changes mandate having two people on board, one who gives a tour and one who drives. One man on board Thursday's crash is in favor of the changes. The driver cannot turn around and operate one of these safely while trying to entertain people. And she was 100% concentrating on the road. You know what, though? They're, they're so long out the front. Yeah, you can see that it would be very hard to see what was like right in front of because you because they're high up and they're too. high up. Dude, duck boats shouldn't be. No, no, you guys. So that they was the shocking part of the story is that it's a full boat. So seventeen people die in one of these things, and there's still there's tourists lining up to take these yeah. duck boats. It still hasn't stopped anyone. I mean, those people that died on the duck boat, they died because they took the duck boat out into like 17-foot waves. Right, but they're also in the lawsuit. They're claiming that the duck boat manufacturers have known for years and years that it is impossible to escape if anything Once like that something happens. starts to happen. Once something starts to happen, the way it's designed, it's a death trap. God, that's so. Terrible. If it goes down in the water, the way the canopy is set up, it's people couldn't get you out. Can't, yeah. Jesus. I've never wanted to go on a duck boat. Mm-mm. I still don't want to go on a no. duck boat. Nothing has changed for you. I don't get you. the appeal. I didn't boat. even know for sure what a duck boat was, and I heard of them, and I'm like, well, that's something no. I'll never do. Yeah, I had no clue either. Duck boat. Um, this is uh, an odd trend, but people more and more are robbing things on their motorcycle. Mm. So remember the guys that had the fish tank. Yeah. Giant yeah. fish tank. The one guy's riding bitch on the back of a motorcycle yeah. holding a giant fish tank. Uh, the latest one is out of Texas, where thieves on a motorcycle stole a 50-inch Tom TV. Cook. Okay, Tom Cook. <laughs> Tom Cook. Tom Cook. God damn, a hero of the time. Witness news, Tom Cook. Yes, you do, Alona. You know, you hear about thieves stealing large, big-screen TVs. Well, this time around, it was the getaway vehicle. That wasn't too discreet in this case, and it was all caught on camera. It's definitely not something you see every day. A 50-inch TV sandwiched between two people on a motorcycle. To ride in plain sight and with a TV. People in the Alvin area captured these images. Just an hour before this, a burglary happened at a home on County Road 101 and 90 in Manville. It was just before 3 on Monday. Home surveillance video shows their motorcycle pull up to the home. The thieves head to the back patio, look around, then they rip a TV out of a cabinet that had been drilled into it. You then see them get back on the bike with the TV in tow, where they were sighted all over Brazoria County. It's unfortunate and absolutely brazen. It's it's something that you should know better and you shouldn't you should have some shame, quite frankly. You know, that's no shame whatsoever. Brazoria County deputies say they followed the thieves, but lost them. People huh. reported seeing them at FM 1462 in Alvin and Manville and miles in between. Stealing and on a motorcycle and just putting it out there to where, look at me, you know, like, I don't, you know, I mean, it's, it looks bad. Investigators <laughs> hope these images help track down who did this 
and bring justice to the family. No. Those people just need to be put away, you know, just taken to jail because you can't steal from everyone and just do whatever you want. Goddamn right. That the fish is... tank would have been harder than the TV. Yeah, the TV's okay. less impressive. I can't believe they got away. I the only thing either. about a TV on a motorcycle is that it would be like a sail. Yeah. Like, and as oh, that guy starts to go fast, I'm holding it, and I'm desperately trying to stay on How the motorcycle. How do you not fly off the back? I don't know. Because he's not holding on to the other dude. He has to use both hands yeah. to hold the TV. I don't know. you got incredible Strong balance. Strong legs. And if you think, like, two guys show up on a motorcycle to steal things from your house, like, they're not, they won't get away with anything. What are right. they on a motorcycle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they take yeah. off with your TV? Took my TV. No! Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Everyone who's gotten called for jury duty has had that moment where they think about lying to get out of it. Because most people, although some people want to serve their nation, others, ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. So um, according to a new survey, how many people have gone through with it? How many people in the country, you think, called for jury duty and have actually lied to get out of it? Percentage wise. Uh, 32%. I was going to say 30%. Yeah. Slower than I thought. Yeah, well, because you can go directly to jail. Yeah, and maybe oh, that's not around with that, that stuff. Only seven percent of people have actually gone through with it and lied about jury duty. You know, the other thing is, is uh, and because I was up for jury duty that one week, uh, and I was like, oh, don't, I don't have to worry about it because you know I have a I have a media job trap. in the media, blah blah blah. No, no, you you still have to. There's no getting out of it. No. Like when you go and look on the reasons for getting out of it, you know, you it's basically you had to like be riding a meteor that week or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's no way to get out of it. Yeah, they'll they'll take anybody. It's so when people like call like because I was all set, I would have lied. I would have done whatever to not do jury duty. And then I realized, no, there's nothing I would have to lie so badly that they would have caught me in it, they con- and I'd go to jail. They contacted my grandma, who's like what eighty eight. Is, is there an age limit? Like they, she's like freaking out. She can't serve on a jury. I wouldn't. Think. Well, I think they love an eighty eight year old. Yeah, they do. Yeah, really. In certain cases, I bet yeah. they would. But they, it, if medically, oh. she can't. it says currently only those age eighteen to seventy can serve. Yeah, on a jury. I thought so. Oh, that's because good. Oh, there is an age limit. It used to be sixty five. There, they upped it to seventy. It's just a lot, you you know, to go all the way yeah. Yeah. downtown or wherever. So was she worried about it? Oh, yeah. so worried about it. But yeah, It's different, if, I guess, in some states, though. It all depends. So Chuck, you could say you're 80 or something. Hello? <laughs> hey, hey. Hi, is this Chuck? <laughs> yes, it is. Who is this? Uh, this is uh, the federal courts. <laughs> hey, listen, we're going to... Who? The, the federal court system. <laughs> We uh, say you no, no, not not the Mexican police. We are uh, the United States federal court system, and we had sent you a thing in the mail. Mail, that, yeah, uh, like mail, like your mailbox. You get mail oh, in it. Oh yes. So we had sent you a thing that said uh, you, we want you to serve on uh, jury duty. And I we were... served. I already served. <laughs> World War Two. No, see, that's not what we mean. That's not uh, war. I already served. Or military. How how old are you? Uh, to be in World War Two, I am one hundred and one. Oh well, then thank you for your service, sir, because you are too old. All right, have a fun day. I will. Bye. Bye. Enjoy your freedom. I got you. <laughs> Thanks. Best generation of us all. Thank you.
<laughs> no, thank you. Uh, uh, Greg from Rhode Island, you used a different excuse to get out of jury duty. Is that right? Uh, yes, I, 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 I tell the truth all the time. I told them I don't believe in the jury system. I don't want to. I don't want to be judged by twelve of my peers. I think people are idiots. I, I'd rather have a judge who knows something about the law in my case. They look at me. The lawyers look at me and say, "Your excuse." You just have to say people are idiots. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> the thing. I knew. I was like, okay. Because the whole thing for me was I was sitting around. We didn't know it would be 630 at night or something. At 630 at night, I could call and find out if they needed me the next day. But I was ready to go in and just be like, you know. Just look crazy. Just start saying crazy stuff. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Yeah, but then they conspiracy can, stuff. The moon doesn't exist, you know. Charge you flat yeah. Earth. <laughs> you got to be super careful. But I mean, you can say that kind of stuff. Like you can do that as long as you show up. Because you just show up, and then you can act as weird as you want. What do you say? Like then, the voices in your head are telling you you yeah. shouldn't do it. Or, Listen, oh, Oregon's a myth. <laughs> that's a great actual idea. The so I'm on the stand. Uh-huh. I look totally normal. I'm yep. like, yes, yes. And then I'm like, shut up. Shut up, voice. They'll know you're faking it. <laughs> well, they'll, they'll have you. They'll take you somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> risk. Just be yeah. on the jury. Yeah. They'll take you somewhere. They'll take you somewhere about, where they'll figure out who you're talking to. What about real shifty and scratchy? Mm-hmm. Well, that's just how you look normally. Uh, there's a big gender split in the jury duty thing. Uh, 10% of men say they've lied to get out of jury duty. It's just 4% of women. Women, Yeah. <clears throat> My mom loved jury duty. She loved being a, she was a part of a, a crazy murder trial. She loved every second of it. Loved it. Mm. I would not like it. All that paying attention. No. Yeah, no, my God, your ADD would kill you. Oh, my God. You'd never remember anything. I would just, I think I'd have to let him know. I'm like, listen, I know myself. I'm going to fall asleep. Uh. You know, I just like, look, I'm so lazy. I'm going to wake up at one point and just be like, ah, give him a life in prison <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this guy said, my sister-in-law told the court she was breastfeeding. No questions asked. Got out of jury duty immediately. Mm-hmm. Just say you're breastfeeding, Chuck. Yeah, there you go. I am breastfeeding. <laughs> <laughs> Feed me, Chucky. Yeah, yeah, Papa Chucky. Yeah, he hangs up in a big bonnet. I need milky. <laughs> and a yeah. diaper, an adult diaper. It's time. I mean, poo-poo Sorry. And a diaper. Oh, again. Papa Chucky, you got to change me. <laughs> I, I, I love jury duty, but it was only a couple of days. If it went longer than a couple of days, I would have hated it. Yeah. You just never know what you're going to get. No, and mine you was don't. for a federal case. It was a, it was, yeah. it could have been real bad. You just don't know. So Those... just tell them you're racist. Well, that I don't recommend mm-hmm. that. I don't recommend that. No. Well, no, I mean, that's, that's a bad, that's bad advice, but I do think it does get people out of, there are some people that don't care. They'll just say it. This guy said, I brought the magazine High Times with me and read that when I was on jury duty. I was the first to get dismissed. No. Uh, Why don't you brought like a Playboy or something or a penthouse? Right. Just crack it open. I'll serve this country all right, as long as I can look at my pornography. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know I can't take a break <laughs> from my pornography. Yeah, you get out of it for sure. Uh, this guy said, just change your address. I did it four times because they kept sending me notices. You might be on the lamb from the law, man, mm-hmm. if you just keep... It's yeah, crazy. You can't do that. No, you can't do that, right? Jury no. duty. And they're getting pissed about people not doing it properly, which I understand. Like, if you needed a jury, yeah, like, you want people to take it seriously. I'll man. be honest, though. Like, if you did something real, like, if they're saying you did something real wrong... And you didn't? And you didn't. 
you don't want me on your jury. I'm only half paying attention. Yeah, that's what I was saying about me. Like, uh, I'd be like, I'm not going to pay attention, and then I don't like people. So. And the other thing is, I'm <laughs> super stubborn. So, like, right. if for whatever reason, yeah, jury, that's idea. it. Like, I'm, I am the most stubborn guy. I would, no one could be able to change my mind. Twelve, eleven other people change my mind. Be like, nope. Well, here's the here's your definite fallback because this is believable with you. He said, "How did I get out of jury duty? I just told them I had diarrhea real bad." Huh? <laughs> That's diarrhea. That'll excuse. work. That worked for him. Ooh, I have diarrhea really bad. <laughs> real bad diarrhea right now. I can uh-huh. poop myself at any moment. Oh man! Just go a step further and poop yourself. There you go. Whatever. I mean, that's right. Right. to takes, me. Right? That's better than a lot of the different things. Mm. <laughs> poop yourself because they can't find you. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're just like. <laughs> that man's got an odd look on yeah. his face. Sure, are you okay Sir, over have there? You no. Defecated in your pants. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to keep you on the street. Evacuate the courtroom. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Imagine that. Oh, my God. All right, we're going to take a break here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. And when we come back in just a moment, Celebrity Dirt on the way. Is Charlie Sheen almost broke? Do sci fi and fantasy readers make better lovers? And as we prepare for future president, The Rock, who is now the second major WWE star to hold public office? We'll get to that and much more when we return in just a moment. It's Friday, bitches, on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. A driver was using a sunshade over the windshield and left it on when they headed out on the road because it was so sunny. I can't believe that. That's no, insane. That's how do you even, how did you even get anywhere? Was it a vampire driving it? It must have been. No! I can't drive in the daylight. Ah, ah, ah. But he had an appointment. He had to get to. <laughs> to I've get got there. to get some blood work done. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. It's funny to think of a vampire just running some daytime yeah. tasks. Yeah. It's funny to think about him getting pulled over. It's like, sir, do you know you got a thing here in your windshield? Of course I do. I'm a vampire. Yeah, you are. You got the cape and everything. Uh, huh? uh, 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 you have uh, drugs on you? Yes. All right, we're going to search uh, the vehicle. Uh, uh, I wouldn't do that. Oh, it's not very good. What do you got? <laughs> you are the undead. Yeah, that's right. But there's certain vampire things you just can't do at night. I mean, no. there's normal everyday stuff. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. From inside the Tuft and Needle studio, it's Dave and Chuck the Freak. I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday. What? It's Friday. What? Yeah, yeah, come on. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday. What? It's Friday. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, it's my favorite day of the week. My radio's kicking day to Chuck the Freak. It's a day celebrated all across the nation. Bitches be tripping. What's up with the Asian? Dave with the news, who's back of the day. Ripcord in the hot bitch, bitch away. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday. What? It's Friday. What? It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday. It's Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, indeed. It is Friday, bitches. It is 725. And thanks for being with us on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Celebrity Dirt coming up right here. Is Charlie Sheen almost broke? 
Do sci-fi and fantasy readers make better lovers? And is Oprah's perfect night food and sex? Oprah. Ooh. <laughs> 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 We're going to get all the dirty details on that coming up. We're going to start... Um, Talking about sci-fi and fantasy readers here for a second, and I figured yes. we'd bring in our in-house sci-fi fantasy expert, yeah, Mr. Al Beck. Yeah, I figured out what I was doing here during that tease. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was a little afraid that this was an intervention or something after oh, yesterday. Oh, yeah. What happened yesterday? Yesterday yeah. we were talking about the uh, the uh, the DC Andy came down and checked on me afterwards. He's like, so. Uh, Everything okay down here? He was a little upset, too, because he usually stands up for me in my nerdiness. He's like, you know you got me talking about Red Lanterns down there, dude? What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> Andy got into it. Andy yeah, was like, oh, actually, that. you know, there's a Green Lantern, there's a Red Lantern, well, there's a Yellow Lantern, yeah, and was, somewhat, there's an Orange Lantern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he sort of... Well, it was wild, because I had to out myself as, no, yeah, I yeah. know about the Red Lantern, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. I know there's a Red Lantern. Because I'm like, I just knew about the Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. I know about yeah. other colored lanterns. Yeah, yeah. Down there in the studio with me, like I don't even know how many colors were. I'm like, oh, there's an indigo, and there's Star Seven. I'm like, stop talking, shut up. And I'm just playing in my head all day yesterday. Was Lisa? Oh, Al, that's. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So what do we got today, Dave? So is this actually good news, Al? It says while science fiction geeks have a stereotype of being socially awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got me so far. A new study says the exact opposite is true. Oh wow. Researchers found that fans of science fiction and fantasy actually have the most appropriate expectations when it comes to romantic partners and relationships. So do you think that they set their bar low? Like they're like, they don't think they're going to get. I mean, he's right here, so we got to watch it. I don't know what you're saying right now. I mean, guys like him set the bar low. Oh, okay. Are these expectations set with other people or themselves? Is the question? Yeah, like that's. I was trying to piece it together too. Like this is when it comes to romantic partners and relationships. So yeah. So they just is it just like you know? I know myself. I always assumed I'm. There's not nothing is going to happen. Like I always thought people would tell me. That person really thinks you're awesome. They really like you. I'm like, just not really. It's pretty much impossible <laughs> yeah. that that would even take yeah. place. There's no way you guys are reading it completely wrong. Yeah. There's no way we're just friends and that'll be what it is for the rest of time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's how I no, always I look relate at to stuff. you, Chuck, because I've heard you a number of times mm-hmm. say that uh, you're like, if someone's into you, you can't tell. I can't. If, if you're into them. Yep. I cannot but tell. If you want nothing to do with them, you're like, boy, yeah. oh boy. I, think, <laughs> oh, yeah. I just know. <laughs> Like it's like, yeah, I can see it a mile away when I don't want it, Mm -hmm. you know. But no, read sci-fi fantasy. Uh, Only if it has pictures. Mm -hmm. Yeah, only if it has pictures. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So not like novels. Or, no, yeah, no. I'm comics. reading a sci-fi novel right now. Are you? Like, you are really? really? Yeah. Jesus Christ! Oh, you're so weird. No, the nerd crowd just embraced her. It's a, uh, yeah. yeah, it's about life on another planet, and these people go. It's called the Sparrow. It's a really effed up book and weird. I won't give away anything in case anyone. Smell your alert. 
Holy smoke. But, yeah, I'm like, I couldn't Jesus believe that Christ. I was reading this. I'm like, these guys don't think this is so cool. So, <laughs> is this Lisa's attempt to try and fit in here? No, she's no, trying to say she's a better lover. Right? That's what she's saying. That's what she's saying. She's actually read sci-fi. I'm going to be still looking for a nerd. It's my first book. It's my first sci-fi book. She did pick her spot, though, to out herself as a sci-fi nerd. No, Millions of nerds just popped a huge boner. Oh, he's a way to sci-fi. Seriously, that's parrot. I know how many guys are going to come to our events now with that book tucked under the Oh, do you happen to read this? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to chat with her about the book over cheese and wine. Yeah. Yeah. So back to the study here. They say because, uh, you know, these science fiction geeks come to the table with the right expectations, they're able to maintain strong personal connections and actually thrive in relationships when they get into one. Well, because, and I'll say this, I think it's because... You never assume that you're in one until all of a sudden you are like, you know what I mean? If you knew how many times it was like, no, I mean, it's just jokes and I'm just being funny. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, no, like something is happening here. That's insane. It's almost the right way to start something off. So you guys don't even understand. So I'll be in some mornings, you know, before you guys and yes. and it's Al and I mm. and Chuck Bean and they have the biggest <laughs> oh, I've been in here oh, and heard some of the, the conversations. The nerd yeah. chats you've ever I have I honestly it's like they're speaking some sort of ancient language. Yeah. Because I well, don't yeah. know what they're talking about. I have no idea what Both they're talking about. Both of you two guys are massive comic book still. Yeah. Yes. Nerd. Does that turn women off when you tell them that? You don't tell them. Don't you tell don't them. Tell them. Like, do you, do you? Are you out of the closet with your comic book love? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, to I mean, be yourself, it. right? I don't hide it. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, no, that's, hide it. that's not nearly as much of a ta- uh, turn off as my uh, my love of older entertainment and TV. <laughs> yeah, like Mash, you know, get you the Marx Brothers and yeah, Marx Brothers and Mash. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Lisa's not tonight. Yeah, that one I will. No, uh, Mash is good. See, that is my all-time favorite show. Yeah. And if I'm asked point blank <laughs> what my favorite show is, I will not lie. But every time the response is, "Oh, my grandfather likes that show." Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. So you're just like an old soul. I'm basically 107. Yeah. <laughs> I really am. Yeah. Okay, I want to ask the women quickly: Is that is like comic books and that kind of thing? Is it a turnoff for you? Like, would you give a guy a chance if he was a huge comic book nerd? Okay. Well, just, let me give the number out. one 855 Toll free. one 855 Or you can text 46969. I think there should be a caveat here because I will say this. When I was in probably, you know, ninth grade, I collected comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, a collection of comic books from then mm-hmm. still. However, they're in a probably one box, mm. and it's probably if I stacked them, they'd be about that high. You know, mm. one pile. You don't qualify as... So, there's a difference between a guy who used to buy some comic books right. and then dudes who have what rooms about full of comic books. Uh, well, I, my comic uh-huh. collection Uh-oh. are in multiple boxes, and they're yeah. stacked up high enough that I have converted the top of it into a desk. That's my recording studio at home. Oh, <laughs> comic book desk. Yeah. That's I've got a sheet over it's hidden in plain sight. Yeah. <laughs> How many comic books would you say? Oh, you I have no idea. I've got you one. Don't, you don't have them cataloged and 
they're alphabetized inside the boxes, but I don't have them. I don't have like a catalog or anything like that. But they are yeah. alphabetized. The, yes. Well, yes. yeah. You, yeah. Have to keep them in order. Yeah, you gotta do that. I mean, Al, that's not like crazy. you're on the hot seat right now. You feel, like, you feel uncomfortable. Well, Dave realized he's got someone on the show nerdier than him, so yeah. he's brought me in here. Yes. That's what it is. That's what it is. The thing is, is comic books have become like cooler now than they ever were. There's more people that accept that. There's more chicks into it. There's, yeah. you know, Comic Con yeah. is huge thing covered by everybody. So, you know, going ahead in future relationships, future women that come into your life, would you want them to appreciate it? Are you looking for someone sharing the same interests as you, or that's not a big deal? Oh, that's not important to me at all. No. Yeah, I was no. going to say, it wouldn't be about, like, even myself, as nerdy as I might be about stuff, I don't, you don't have to appreciate the same things no. as me. You just have to let me be fine yeah. with what I want to do with my life. If I want to waste a gazillion dollars on little books for little kids, uh, then that's that's my deal. So, mm. Bianca, oh, I just lost Bianca. Katie, so you meet a guy, he's a huge comic book nerd, sci-fi fantasy guy. Turn off or turn on? I actually think it's a turn on. So, are you into it too? I mean, I never necessarily sat and like read a comic book. I mean, I read a few of The Walking Dead for sure, but I just, I think it, I don't, I don't know, I think something about a nerd that's kind of hot. I will say that there's, I think honestly there's, there's a renaissance of nerds. There's it been is. a there's been a turn. There's yeah. been like a um well, it's ner- like that. It, it, nerds went from like oh my god to oh, I don't know, no yeah. big deal. It's a, I'm know, trying to think like when it sort of happened. And I'm you know like the old that Michael Sarah guy when yeah, he was yeah. in like uh like super bad and and that kind of stuff. I think like there's a group of chicks that like love a guy like that. You know like Juno and you know, like nerds. You know, we're not. The, no. we're not gonna. Yeah, we're not running around. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know where we are. We, at we night. know where we're at. We're yeah. with our video games and uh, yeah. you know, in our picture books. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this one, picture books. Yeah. Uh, this one said, "Not a turn off." Thirty-three year old woman here still watch Mash and collect comics. Jesus, lady, send us an email so we can set you up with Al. You're just like a match made in Mash heaven right there. A Mash lover. I mean, it it would be crazy to find someone else that loved Mash as much as you. I don't think you'll find a 70-year-old man who loves Mash. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he does. Loves it. Yeah, no, I know. Um, Let's go to uh, Barb, who's next. Hey, Barb, so comic book nerds, turn on or turn off? Oh, they're a turn on. Yeah, and why is that? Um, honestly, I'm kind of a nerd myself, but I actually, my fiance, he got me like more and more into it. And, um, oh, and by the way, Al, I'm 28 and I'm a diehard MASH fan. All oh, right. Wow. See? Well, she yes. said fiance, so move yeah, on. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 We're looking yeah. for single MASH fans. Just our attempt to get out of We need to find, like, a dating site for MASH lovers. Yeah. Start it up, Al. MASH match. MASH match. MASH match. MASH match. Even I wouldn't go on there. That is the saddest thing I have yeah. ever heard in my life. MASH.com. Don't you make eye contact with me anymore. We met on MASH match. Nicolette from... Uh, Massachusetts, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? We're doing okay. So, uh, nerdy guys, comic book lovers, that kind of thing. Uh, turn on, turn off. Big turn on. Love Big, it. Why? Because uh, I love comic books myself. I get it could be like I grew up. My co- my cousin, he loved comics, so he's kind of got them, got me into them. So, if I meet a guy that likes comics, I'm like, oh hell yeah, that's really awesome. 
Well, it helps that you're into them. Uh, I, right? I, I will that's a say, huge thing. we're looking for normal, everyday ladies who aren't comic book fans. Right. Normal. And no, I, I feel mean, like, like no, no, that's not really normal that way. To be, yeah. to be honest, I feel like too, the girls, they, normal chicks right now, they don't want to call in and be like, "I'm sorry, none of no nerd has a chance with me." It's like it's mean. Yeah. Well, also, I bribed Jason on the way in, so he's turning all those things. That's smart. Give me that's all smart. the love. Um, someone said the Big Bang Theory changed it all. Yeah, there's a little bit. I think yeah, it was before it that. Yeah. I think that had to do with it. So, I think there was so much mainstream stuff, like with The Walking Dead and comic book movies mm-hmm. being huge. It's reached. That's what someone people. else said. The explosion of Marvel movies probably brought the nerd renaissance yeah. back a bit. But the thing is, somewhere along the way, and I think it was with cosplay, and it was with a lot of things like that. Girls all of a sudden became way more into it. Like when I first started playing video games, it was like finding a unicorn. Okay, like we would be playing an online game. There'd be we'd have a guild of three hundred people. There'd be two girls. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And now it's different. Yeah, it's it's, way different. it's way different. Now you go in a you go in a game and a girl is killing you faster than you could ever possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. So. Um, this woman said, my husband is, a, has a huge collection of Transformers, Voltron, and Star Wars figurines. Awesome. And he showed me them on our second date. I personally <laughs> thought it was adorable. That's, he rolled the dice. <laughs> he took a, adorable is not the word, though. He, well, it's okay. adorable. No, yeah. but listen, Al, Aww. to be totally honest, okay? So, like, yeah, yeah. some girl, you know, you've managed to read the tea leaves right. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, you're like, okay, well, we're going to go back to my house. I'll make you some food or something. You do just show her some stuff, right? I mean, you might as well get it out there. Well, yeah, well next you to my couch, there's, there's my stack of to-read list is right. there. So, But I also live alone, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're into but, other things besides comic books. You right, like- Star Trek. <laughs> not helping out. Lisa's trying to help you out here, Al. She's trying to help Star you. Star Trek. Nash, Star Trek. Yeah. World War II memorabilia. Yes. Uh, I like that. Um, yeah. so this guy said, all of these women who love comics, where the hell are they around me? Yes. That's That's yes. True. Where are these people? Um, oh, they're on Mash Match. Lisa. Yeah. Mash Match. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Lisa, how are you? Hey. How's she going, eh? How's she going, eh? So, nerdy comic book guys, turn on, turn off. Turn on. And I'm not into comic books personally or think that that's interesting to me. But I think that when um, a guy may be into kind of, quote-unquote, nerdier things, they're kind of used to being judged. So, maybe they're not going to be so judgy or, like, be easier on your weird things. Yeah. See, I think, and I think that's what this study's yeah. saying. Like, yeah. They're they're more they have more realistic expectations. I think right, that's what it boils right, down exactly. to. So the expectation exactly. is about like uh, looks, body style, uh, like it's way more than like they've lowered their own bar. I right, think. like they're, this is what we can much expect. Much more. I don't. I've always I went to comic book conventions and yeah. stuff and i'd always had the bar i was like totally gonna get a darn piece someday yeah, yeah. yeah. Set it high. they said it pretty high yeah um bianca hey how are you hey good how are you good so what do you think comic book nerdy guys turn on turn off um i'm kind of in between on it i'm not really like all for it but i'm not against it either um i think they're pretty cool like i've definitely looked through a few but i did have an ex who was like 
more into comic books and definitely MASH was one of his things <laughs> and and World War II and all that old stuff. And yep. you're kind of, you know, more into it than he was me at times. So, I mean, that's kind of where I might draw the line. But other than that, I think they're pretty cool. All right. Well, I think in anything, no girl wants you to choose something other than them yeah. first. Oh, you all the same problem with someone who's super into sports or something. Exactly. You know, right. Yep. Where you'd rather watch the football game than hang out, you know. Um, well, if you're it, obsessive about anything. Yeah, exactly. Because really, yeah. Yeah. it's crazy because, you know, I don't know if people actually get how close being a super nerd is to being a super sports guy. You both yeah. love dudes in uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you both, you both probably have a t-shirt of those people. You wear it. You obsess over it. Yep. It's teams of people with abilities. Yep. You know, <laughs> that I'll never have. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm more likely to fly than catch a game winning touchdown. <laughs> do you own, you do own a Star Trek shirt, right? Oh yes. my yeah. God! Yes, yeah. it does. Yeah. I like like a one, legitimate on. one or more than one. Uh, I hit, not as many as you would think, but more than one. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. you got cards. I've got I've got the uh, the red shirt. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I've got um, the energy. <laughs> 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 see. I've got the uh, like the Enterprise, like a like sort of like a Navy shirt, like it's for the. For the chip, oh, okay, and, yeah, uh, yeah. I've got the the same gray one that Chuck has. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> oh that's right. <laughs> Which yeah. we incidentally wore on the same day. Same before. day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what well, happens when you have seven shirts. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is part of my problem. This is why I've gone just straight to plain black every day. It's with the same plain black T-shirt now. Yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, so me, even me, I have uh, the only one I don't have is the is the Enterprise one, like yeah. the the blue one. Because I have a red shirt, and I have the obviously the matching shirt of yours. But uh, I, if I try <laughs> and squeeze in the red shirt, shirt, it looks yeah. very bad. Oh, that's so, the saddest thing is I got too fat for my Star Trek that's shirt. It. <laughs> <laughs> that's a sad moment. I can't, I can't even wear my on. nerd shirt. No, Man, I look like, a, like a, just a stuffed sausage in that thing. So. They say in this new study out today that sci-fi and fantasy readers apparently make better romantic partners. And we were seeing if women are actually into it. So women are being... Um, I guess they don't want to call in, but they're texting. I am not into comic books, but nerds are a turn on for a hookup. It's kind of taboo, but not someone I want a long term date. So hmm. if you want to just, you so know, they want to like blow a nerd's mind. Nerds would be I fine with that. that. I wonder where you're going there. Blow their mind. Blow their mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I consider that yeah. <laughs> as being the target for a hookup. Yeah. <laughs> just like, put that out there like. Willing to be a yes. one night yeah. taboo. Yes. <laughs> you didn't write down that number real quick. Yeah. So. <laughs> Willing to be your one night taboo. Uh, this woman yeah. said it's a turn off if there are boxes and boxes that take up so much space that they could be used for other things. Well, mine's now a desk, so it's multi purpose. She yeah. yeah. said, I'm not just a nerd, I'm a roller coaster nerd, and I'm an amusement park historian. Jesus. See, that's wor- that's worse. When you're a historian of things, it makes it tough. And, I mean, that's the problem, because if you sit down with Al, he's basically a MASH historian. Yes. He's a Star Trek historian. <laughs> so, I mean, when you have, you could run a museum on MASH. Yes. You could run, like, you could be, like, the guy who takes everybody through. <laughs> 
don't, but don't. Like if they do, <laughs> if they do a documentary about Mash, they could have Al they, on it, and it would say Mash historian underneath exactly. his name. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. He'd have all the facts. Yeah. Yep. Dave just had a real moment with me. He's like, don't, don't do no, that. Don't. No, don't. Al, I'm saving you. Uh, let's go to Jessica, who's next. Hi, Jessica. Penis, so uh, comic book nerds, sci-fi fantasy guys, turn on, turn off. Total turn off. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, we know everyone won't be into it, but why? Yeah. Um, I don't know, honestly. Like, the diehard uh, comic fans that literally have boxes of them under their bed, and then they start showing them to you before you're about to hook up. It's just a... Start showing them to you before you hook up? Yep, I'm sure she has. Oh, yeah. I politely left. Yeah, oh, that can't happen. Oh, you laugh? That's a misread. Really, that's a misread. Uh, I don't blame her, though. I yeah, would never do horrible. that. Are you kidding me? No. It's really, we don't care. No. You know, yeah, no. The comic book. You're getting ready to go, and you want to see what Lex Luthor's up to? Are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> one second before you get those pants off. <laughs> Have you seen my Nightwing collection? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine her reaction? What? Yeah. Really? Ironically, we've had a lot of women call in that are supportive of me, and I find that last caller the most relatable. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a lot of nerd love. Like, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's a different it's time, though. Like, it is. I, it I really know it's is. a different time, but I do still feel like it's very hard for a guy still to find these girls. So, like, you almost have to put yourself out. That's why you have to go to, like, the comic cons, and you have to, I guess, try and... But almost a, a resounding thing about the girls that call in that are super cool with nerd stuff, they're already taken. You know what? And I don't, I'm surprised they haven't done this yet, unless I'm giving away an idea. But like Sci-Fi Channel or something should do like the Nerd Bachelor. Hmm. That's not a bad idea. Right? Yeah. I Where mean, you get the ultimate nerd and all of his stuff, and then you line up a bunch of they, chicks. Didn't they do this where they like made like had a bunch of hot chicks? And then the, the, they thought they were going on a bachelor show, and then the guy was a nerd. They may have. And then it was like, but they were on the show, and he, and, but and I want, the, like, the, the end of the show. A mean thing, right? Yeah, like, it was like, yeah. the end of the show was like, will you stay with the nerd? Oh, and that's and been the I, I, I think like at the end they actually like, want to be there. have like a theme date where he takes him to like you know a mash helicopter and they have <laughs> a romantic dinner and like that kind of stuff. I think Do would you be ride awesome. in a little side oh. bed. <laughs> if so, yes. <laughs> See, that's I think that show would be great. Yeah, mm. the Nerd Bachelor. Mm. Well, the problem is the only comic nerds they would get for that show is like the Ryan Reynolds. Right. You know? Yeah. He's super in a That's why he did Deadpool and even why he did Green Lantern. Yeah. Well, like, Ryan Reynolds are like, I love that he's a nerd. Yeah, it's exactly. like, yeah, that's why you love yeah. him. Huh? Yeah. His, nerd, his nerdness. His knowledge of Deadpool yeah. really yeah. gets you. And they find yeah. out I'm a nerd and they go, yeah, I would have guessed. That tracks. Ryan Reynolds said Deadpool. I will say, though, that there are. I, because of Marvel and all that stuff taking off, there are way more like good-looking dudes now yep. that are into comics, and they they scoop up the hot comic chicks. Yep, that's what they do. They got the scene. They've got the scene down. You know, like you see that crazy chick who's dressed like Slave Leia at a comic book convention. I guarantee she's not with an ugly nerd. Right. You right. know? Um, and this is why the expectations are low, by the way. This is part of the conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how we yeah. see it. Yeah. Beauty and the Geek is the show you're talking about, Chuck, I guess. Was that it? Oh. Yep. 
Beauty and the Geek. I've never that. never heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. So someone said nerds are cute, and I'm into them, but it's harder to find a nerd who's handy with fixing things like cars or things around the house, which is a huge turn on. True. Yeah. Are, are I mean, you, I, I can you fix, fix things? A car. Can you do? If I change a flat tire, I'm telling people about it for a week because that's about all I can do. Okay. You yeah. know. So yeah, I'm useless. Yeah, I couldn't get the jack out of my Jeep, so apparently there's a screw. But. <laughs> Diane. Hey, Diane, how are you doing? I didn't see it. I'm good. How are you? Good. So, uh, geeks, sci-fi nerds, turn on, turn off. Turn off. Okay, how come? Um, I, am, I am married, but my first marriage, um, my husband was into the Star Trek, Star Wars. He had the figurines, too. And then again, I was young. I met him at 16, married at 22. And I dealt with it, but as uh, time went on and I grew up more and got remarried, um, I just think look at a nerd as not very masculine. Not a masculine. <laughs> it probably has yeah. a lot to do with your ex. Like something happened, right. happened. <laughs> something yeah. happened with your ex, oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah, no. You know, like, no. Yeah, no. Bad. Terrible, no, we're not masculine. Maybe have, we all have beards. Yeah, you just, <laughs> you know, it's. I don't know. It just doesn't seem attractive to me. Okay, yeah. Diane. Yeah. Thank you. No, I think I she just dealt with her own issues. Right. No. Yeah. She has her own marriage. personal demons. Oh, There's yeah. a lot of pity that comes with nerds, though, because they're all very apologetic so far. Like, I'm really sorry, but no. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, they think some people think the switch on the my nerd idea would be having, like, 20 nerds with one hot chick. Oh, and so, right. like, so instead of the nerd bachelor, the nerds her. are vying for that, and she's well, got to pick one at the end of it. Oh, so then man. she just furthers her career and immediately leaves one of those guys <laughs> yeah, right exactly. after the show. And those yeah. guys are Crushing just crying <laughs> every week. There'd be a lot of crying yeah. on that show. And people think you should start, like, a hookup site called Mash Smash. Mash Smash. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> A hookup site for Mash Smash. And that's what yeah. it is. It's just for it to be your random yeah. taboo man yeah. for the night. Yeah. Go on there, find Ethel. I just keep picturing like a like an owl mash themed wedding where he's walking down the aisle and it's like well they rush you into the OR. There was a few haters, but there's a lot of nerd love out there, so that's that's a positive thing. But at the end of the day, Al's a great guy. Women would be lucky to get him. So sign up, send us an email. You want to date Al? Oh my God, so you're actually trying. trying. You're actually <laughs> trying. trying. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing, Dave? Every time you bring somebody into the room, he's always trying to hook him up with somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Jason, Jason. please, <laughs> someone, someone, please have sex with Al. Give us a call now. This is the this is the Al telephone. Dave can't help but do a telephone. Do a telephone. Jason, the juice said it got me laid. Use the force, Al. Find it in your hearts to bang Al. He is one of the nicest guys. I've ever met my Absolutely, life. Absolutely, 100%. Seriously. So what? He has a <laughs> desk built of cars. Cares, <laughs> <laughs> look past it. Uh, get so over it. He has it. a desk built of cars. <laughs> <laughs> so what if they're alphabetized? It's fine. Yeah. He knows the difference between the Inhumans and the X-Men. Uh, yes. From Pokemon no and DNA. <laughs> to to comment. Very sad. He knows the names of all superheroes' pets. Yeah. <laughs> they almost got a lot of knowledge up there. Yeah. Uh, this guy said, F that lady that says good. nerds can't be masculine. I'm a nerd. I ride Harleys. I shoot guns. I know how to fix things. Not every nerd runs and screams when he sees a bug. Someone said, if I was gay, Al would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know there's options. 
feel yep. like this is an Al roast a little bit. No, no, no. it wasn't meant to it's, be. No, because <laughs> honestly, want to come on the here's, show here's the deal. Here's the deal. Dude, nerds no. are cooler than ever. Like, I mean, it's, Al, that's the truth. Al may be the leader of us, but most of us here, <laughs> most of us here in this building that are guys are, yes, you are nerds. nerds. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All nerds. Al just might be the best of us. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and that there's something to be said for that. I, I think is in this room and and throughout the riff hallway and stuff. Like I think there's like you'll be hard pressed to find somebody that doesn't have some kind of nerd shirt. And I have a yeah. Hulk shirt, and the Hulk looks fat <laughs> because it's stretched out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. telling me, Date Master Dave. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Hey, whatever. You can always email us. Email at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com, and I'll pass it on to Al for you. Yeah. Send pictures and some stats and. Uh, Oh wow, Dave! Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> putting hey, him in charge. Yeah, whatever, right? We you can find him know. on social media too. Yeah, absolutely. I'll forward all his links. Okay, <laughs> his personal cell phone, whatever you need, I'll pass it on to you. My God, send dong pics too. <laughs> well, that's where I'll draw the line. Uh, oh, he has a line. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll leave that up to him. Draw the line of dong. He can take it from there. Yeah, as long as it's not he's not dressed as Thor in those pictures, he should be just fine. Oh, I think it'd be better if he's dressed as I Thor. Make a note I of agree. that. Yeah, but uh, that's the bottom line for all you nerds listening. Uh, you make better romantic partners, and uh, there's a lot of lady love for you. So don't be down. Be a happy nerd. Is he down? No, not down. I don't think he's like, say anything. Listen, listen, Al. <laughs> don't don't kill yourself tonight. <laughs> Because of your <laughs> immense sadness you yeah. feel. I'm, I'm, f- I'm finding out why I'm ordinarily kept in another room. Yeah. This yeah. <laughs> ladies, ladies, please. If you can find it in your heart to copulate with a man with a desk made of comics. <laughs> Call now. Call now. I will forward his, all of his information to you. We've never needed your help more than we do right now. Call the number on your that's, screen. That's, that's, uh, Find that's, it in your heart. It's wild. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. This I've never seen. A woman shaving her legs in a public pool. She's perched on the edge of the pool, legs in the water, sunglasses on, mm. children playing a foot away. There are literally three kids just bobbing up and down care. right in the filth. Yeah, in their little floaties. Yeah. That one looks like she belongs to the other people. She's smiling at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when you see a shark. Get out of the water! People with flags. Like, run! There's a potato shaving her legs! Get out of the water! God, I, is that what I think it is? Vacation <laughs> all I ever wanted. Vacation <laughs> everything, one. everything. Hey! Dip, dip, dip my razor in the pool. What's everybody freaking out about? <laughs> Did you shave your cankles in the pool too? What's where did everybody go? Where did everybody go? It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Okay, we're gonna take a break here on this Friday, bitches. And when we come back, more news on the way. What badass thing did a 95-year-old woman do? Apple is now America's first trillion-dollar company. How much would you have if you had invested years ago? Are most men growers or showers? And are you ready for some delicious vagina beer? Wow. We'll find out next on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Yes. It's Friday, bitches. From inside the Tuft and Needle studio, it's Dave and Chuck the Freak. I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got to do. 
Friday, bitches. It's 8.07, and thanks for being with us on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Still to come here in the next little bit, what badass thing did a 95-year-old woman do? What surprising thing did an old broad do after stealing from a restaurant? Are most men growers or showers? And are you ready for some delicious vagina beer? Mm. <laughs> We're going to get to that. I idiot idiot <laughs> criminal of the day and much more straight ahead. We're going to start with a couple of senior stories here. This one, the first one, oh my God, I love it so much, you guys. You have to go to DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com to see this. Okay. You have to. I don't urge you that often. And yeah, I'm urging this you. This is like, you're like, you, you must. Because it's, it, everything that's happening in this video is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Let me set it up for you. This is happening at a senior living center. They hired a guy to entertain the seniors. Mm-hmm. I don't think they realized he was going to shred the Jimi Hendrix version of All Along the Watchtower. I love it! There's got to be some kind of way out of here. Send the Joker to the theme! (laughs) (laughs) He not only performs for these seniors shredding the guitar, he jumps up on a pond for his solo. But the best part, (laughs) in a tragic way, is what happens in the background. Okay. All right. And it's up at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. Businessman Dave! Okay, so watch this guy. <laughs> but also keep an eye on the really okay. slow-moving okay. lady in the walk. Make it big. Okay. Make it big. This is at a senior center. Yeah, Remember is. this in Philly. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the girl like plugging her ears. Oh, he jumped up. So he's jumped up on a little pond here to do his solo for all the seniors. <laughs> but again, you're keeping an eye on this broad. It, no joke has taken this woman so a, a, over over a minute to walk about a foot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gotta get to that. Uh, Where's the plug? This there we go. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh God! Then, like the guys rescuing her are a thousand. So no one like. 
finally someone comes to her aid, a worker. This guy's still playing! He doesn't care! He's still playing! That is the craziest senior center performance that you could imagine. I run! Thank you, senior center! He gets on the fire pit. And he's just playing a million notes. Uh, yeah, not even close yeah, to anything like the song. He's no he even chucked the freak I thought she was going to start rocking out or something. No, I thought, I didn't honestly, know. I thought she went into a bush. My, when I was like, oh, what is she doing? She went behind one of the speakers. I thought she was going to unplug him. Yeah. That's, yeah, the, like, that's what that's I thought. Something. I was like, she's had enough. Yeah. No. The anticipation was oh my God. It was a long time to... Yeah, because it took wa- her so long to move. I could watch elderly people walking to all along the watchtower for hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also can. I know it's bad. But yeah. Chuck, what? I know where you're going. Watch them fall. Yeah. 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 Oh, I know it's horrible. Falls scare me. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like it. I don't oh, it. Well, yeah. as long as you're falling. falling in a bush. Yeah, but they can yeah. re- really hurt yourself. Yeah. She's okay. But... She's okay. She's well, fine. No, she's not okay. No, guys. she's fine. I they they posted that. It, she's fine. It's fine. Yeah. She's totally fine. Okay, so here's the question. It was this video. This video was obviously the guitar guys. He is recording himself mm-hmm. because he's like, I'm killing it. Yeah. You know, and so he records himself all the time. And then he was like, I had such a kick-ass solo, I still have to upload it. Yeah. Even so though everyone so sees. Yeah. yeah I, I would assume it's his. Well, it has to be his, because look at the title. It's yeah. like, Greg Oh, it's him. Oh, yeah. It's on his, it's oh, on yeah. his, uh, it's on his YouTube page. Shredding what other Devin shredding Devin. stuff has he done for these old folks? He's got to have a million shredding videos. No, he doesn't. Oh, yeah, there he is. So he's at Yacht Stock. But, like, is he's only at three videos, that's it? Wow. Oh no, he's got more. He's got more. Anyway, we don't need to know anymore. Yeah, no. Just... But uh, go check out the video. In the cold district. <laughs> You'll see that video, and and le- the yes, the lady is fine. So, but just watch. Keep an eye on the oh. slow moving lady in pink, and she yeah. took those little little birdie ba- baby steps. Mm-hmm. Did uh, you notice she fell, and like the people beside her did not even notice? Well, my no. hips don't even work. The like watch, said. watch the old guy, watch the guy sitting there, and watch these people. I think she noticed. This guy didn't even have a clue. He's still on his senior phone. Oh, no, it just took him a long time to get up. Yeah, yeah no, he just rocked. He was like, one, two, three, and I'm up. Get the momentum, get up. Get up. Yeah. Somebody texted in asking if he played Let the Bodies at the Floor next. Oh, man. <laughs> Hopefully not. Um, okay, another senior. This lady's. she's a hero. Okay. She's a senior hero. What a great example of doing the right thing, even under extreme circumstances. An old woman was unloading groceries into her car during a pretty much the, a, the, the winds were equivalent to a category one hurricane. Okay. And pounding torrential rains. Okay. But this old broad, nothing would stop her from returning that cart back to the cart rack. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh get this way. Oh my Christ. Oh my God. I am wet. Oh boy. Well, she knew she let it go and run into all the cars. Yeah. I have a duty. The door's shut. Oh my God. I've never seen a storm worse. No, it's insane. The winds, I said, were the equivalent to a Category 1 hurricane. It's fitting because this is actually, this town is called Hurricane in West Virginia. 
That's where this happened. But even through that crazy storm, this old broad made sure she put her cart back in the cart corral. And honestly, that is a shocker to me. Yeah. Every old person I see just leaves it right there. I would leave it I think in that it, situation. I think it yeah. goes either way. I think you have the old people that are like, well, screw it. I'm old. I'm not doing it. But then you have the old people, rule followers, yeah. sticklers, yeah. that make sure it, it goes I, back. I there. never left a cart in a spot. My, uh, <laughs> the last, I just went to a grocery store for like the first time in a real long time. And it was late at night. And I actually brought the cart back in. You did? Because oh, it, was, extra it was late. And they had already, they had already like brought a lot of carts already. So you didn't want to put it in the. So, well, it would have been like the only one out there. And then some poor guy would, so I just was like, you know what? I'll just bring it all that the way back really nice in and p- put it away. Felt like a senior citizen. <laughs> <laughs> so that video of that lady in the cart up, also up at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. And there's one more old broad making news today. This woman, 95, had a black bear in her kitchen twice. Hmm. This happened in British Columbia, Canada, and here's the story from CTV News. Take a listen. A bear trap sits triggered and waiting for a visit from a black bear, the same bear Anastiti had inside her home twice. Here's a beautiful black bear. Nice and chubby and pure black. One of the you know, some of them have brown on them. This one was pure black shiny bear. Anna was in her Union Bay home watching television when she heard some noise and went to investigate. That's when she saw a bear at the height of her waist inside her kitchen. I was annoyed. (laughs) I told him to go. And he just about went half the backyard and I said, no, go home. Oh, Lady Lisa. Mm -hmm. But a short time later it returned, entering through the back door. And this time it was under her cupboards, digging into and destroying her sugar bin. In a regular mess. So I was really annoyed with him and I told him to go. And he looked at me and then he grabbed something and I don't know what it was and ran out. I need you to go. Thank you. Her polite shooing of the bear might remind some of this cordial encounter that happened with a family of bears in Souk last September. Hope you enjoyed my yard. In that case, and in Anna's, there was no fear. I've been around them all my life, and I've never been attacked. There are plenty of trails and green spaces around Anna's Union Uh, Bay home. This is where the senior hopes her two-time visitor will remain, hiding somewhere in the bush, because she knows if it does return to her house and gets into that trap, it's facing a very bleak future. I hope they don't catch them. If they say if they do, they have to kill them. The B.C. Conservation oh. Service says that bears that have gained access to a house poses a significant public safety threat, saying if it's confined and has no immediate escape route, it can be extremely unpredictable if startled. They're also reminding islanders that during this hot weather, with doors being left open for ventilation, extra care needs to be given to make sure there's nothing available that a bear might find tempting. Gord Kerbis. Also, keep your door shut. Um, oh, yeah. That yeah. helps because the bear went in there twice. Okay? Right. If a bear was in my house one time, <laughs> I'm getting some kind of system that locks him out. She was just like, get out, bear. I, I know. I love that sometimes bears, bears, when they're not crushing your skull and eating your brain and leaving you with a wacky scalp. Yeah. They're pretty much like, ah, I am so sorry about that. <laughs> I shouldn't have been in your house. Yeah. And uh, you had a sugar bin. I got in that. I know I took something in the end there. Yeah. I'm a, I'll just go back to the woods and do bear stuff. Yeah. I apologize. She was really into the bear. She's cool. Yeah, yeah. she just has no fear, and Beautiful. she's real. Beautiful. She's yeah. super old. Nice and chubby and great, <laughs> nice shiny coat. Well, it be the worst way to go, I tell you, eating my bear. <laughs> 95 years old. Yeah. 
Yep. That's just it. I mean, she just does. If you're 95, you're like, I'll bear what. <laughs> Either get it over with or just get out of here. Yeah. Um, when <laughs> Apple, <laughs> when Apple went bankrupt back in the 90s and then made their triumphant return by selling bright blue desktop computers, whoever would have thought we'd wind up here? Apple became America's first trillion dollar company yesterday. Trillion dollar. Yeah. When their stock passed over $207, it closed at $207.39, meaning they ended the day worth over a trillion dollars. The first company in the world to hit the trillion-dollar mark was an oil company called PetroChina. In 2007, their stock briefly skyrocketed, but then it crashed. That company is now only worth $205 billion. And one more thing, just so we can all kick ourselves. Yeah. If you would have had invested... Ten thousand yeah. dollars in Apple mm-hmm. years ago when it launched, mm-hmm. you'd have three point eight million. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If you invested when Steve Jobs returned in nineteen ninety seven, you'd have two and a half million. Even if you waited until the iPhone came out was introduced in two thousand seven. Don't say this. Yeah. It's one hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. Pretty nice return yeah. on your investment there. I'm not known for my investment savvy. No. <laughs> no, none of us Sorry. played that game, lost all my money. <laughs> yeah, I played the game, <laughs> and I did not do well. On the other end of the scale, this makes me sad. I guess that I think about it, I never really bought much from them. But Brookstone is closing. Yeah, they're leaving malls, right? Well, they're done. Are yeah, they completely they, done, or are they, they doing They filed for bankruptcy. So you're gonna have to Isn't look elsewhere. Is that the place that like you would see it in uh, airports? Airports. airports. I always, uh, I don't know why, but I would forget to bring a belt, and I would be like, "Oh, I should try and get a belt," and I would see them in there, and then I would look at the price, and I was like, "No, yeah. I just go belt free. I'd rather go belt free." But also, it's not just a belt. It's also like a a back massager, and it's also got toothpicks well, in it. Like, sure. It's never like a normal gadget See, at Brookstone, right? And that's funny because the airport stores are the only ones that are actually doing okay because people like you have yeah. to rush yeah. in and buy an $80 well, belt. And that's just it. I mean, and, and I would have, you know, 80 bucks would have been nice. In yeah, fact, that's like the only place I've bucks. ever yeah. bought something from Brookstone. I bought one of my kids a Bluetooth football. <laughs> that's what James is talking about. Yeah, just weird, crazy gadgets. Yeah, like, yeah. It's a chair massager, but it also like will do your homework for you. Yeah, and... it's a fascinating store. It is, and that's why I get lost. <laughs> like that's a store I'll go to when Amber's shopping. Right. Like I'll head into Brookstone and I'll you know sit in the massage chair. You're going there to play and with I'll... the fake sand, like the modeling clay sand. Yeah, there's so much. Structures. It's like I don't know. It's like a a, a guy activity center. Fly hmm. the drones around. I've never been into an actual store of theirs. Meaning that might be why it's hmm. closing down. Sure, but, but I mean also because I went there. Did I buy anything in no. the regular stores? No. Right. You just sat in the I chair. just used all their stuff <laughs> and entertained myself for a little while. Um, so Brookstone is actually owned by a Chinese company now. They do uh, say they're going to keep their 35 airport stores open, but all of their 100 remaining mall locations will be shut down. It's the second bankruptcy Brookstone has faced in recent years. They say it is uh, now Chapter 22. Hmm. So it's chapter mm. 11, I guess, is the first go-round. Chapter 22 oh, is the wow. second go-round. <laughs> Jesus. So it's seeking a buyer, but without a sale, it's just going to end up liquidating anything. No one's going to buy it, I don't think. No one wants that store in the mall. But online, you think. Yeah, they, yeah you think. They, and I'm sure if they're keeping their airport stores, they'll still keep their online presence. Mm-hmm. You, you would, would Yeah, there's, but there's just no reason to have a mall location anymore. 
They have crazy massage chairs. Yeah. What do they, they have do? 3D massage chair. Ooh. They even have crazy blankets that are massage blankets and stuff. Four thousand dollars. Four grand. Yeah, this not, is my problem with off. everything there. <laughs> I'm sorry, but everything there is is they charge double what you should pay. Yeah. No, it's so true. They are um, they're crazy expensive. That's why I never bought anything there. I just looked. Yeah. I Where are you going to put that in your house? I've always wanted yeah, a massage right. chair in my house. I think he'd use it once. No, I feel like every day I just come home and... They have them at the nail salon when I get a pedicure. Are they as good as a seat? Like they, I like it a lot, yeah. but I wouldn't have one in my house. Yeah, I want one. I just like, remember big. sitting in one and being like... Ah. <laughs> I remember I, I remember sitting in one of the like when they first started to come out I remember sitting in one and whatever it tried to do to my back I was like, I was like oh, oh god like it was like a knife going in me I don't think I'm shaped like whatever person exactly. that they're, they're trying to massage I'm like, that's my kidney. That's my kidney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so deep in my spine. Are you giving me spinal fluid massage? What is that? You just cracked it. You did not enjoy it. No. See, I no. loved it. I thought it was super cool. I really wanted to get one. But Amber won't let me have one. Hmm. Yeah. She's a fun sucker. I can't get my massage chair. Oh, It's too bad. Uh, a former waitress who stole money from a Mexican restaurant in Phoenix more than 20 years ago is trying to make things right. Here's the story from KTAR News. She sent a letter to El Charro Cafe in Tucson along with $1,000 in cash. She wrote that she had worked there in the 90s and had stolen money from the restaurant. She lived her life and felt that that was wrong and then decided to send it back to us. What was crazy is the letter was anonymous. El Charro's Ray Flores says the letter came a day after his mom, who owns the restaurant, had her purse stolen while grocery shopping. My mom's 72 and, you know, caused her a lot of stress and freaked her out. And so she was pretty down. He says this restored his mom's faith in humanity, and it wasn't the money that had the biggest impact. The money made the impact because it's just such an oddity that somebody would do that, but the letter really, you know, it really was impactful. So she sent a letter to this cafe, in case you missed it, along with a thousand bucks in cash. She wrote that she had worked there in the 90s and she had stolen money from them. She said, one of the waiters I worked with had encouraged me to forget to ring in a few things and Mm. pocket the cash, and for some stupid reason, I did it. She said, I've never been able to forget it. The guilt has never gone away. Said, I grew up in the church. I knew better. I hadn't stolen a dime before then, and I haven't done it since. She said that. Um, you still go to hell. Sorry. <laughs> I'm very sorry that I stole from you. Please accept my apology and this yeah. money as a repayment plus 20 years of interest. Not enough to not burn. Yep. <laughs> your, your penance is to burn. A lake of fire. <laughs> <laughs> Too late for you. <laughs> That's crazy. That would eat you up for so long, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just wouldn't. Oh, man. I'd be writing so many letters. Giving people all sorts of cash. There's nothing <laughs> that eats you up, Chuck? Nope. Like, you have no guilt. I have one thing that eats me up. But we probably can't talk about it. Right. Okay. I will not press the situation. Then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it must be dark sided. Yeah, I don't really think there's anything from my past that really nags me. I'm probably because I didn't do anything that would. No, I don't have anything. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't do. You know, I mean, I did. 
I did some stuff. Mine was mostly just like I feel kind of looking back. I'm like, oh, man, I ruined that person's probably whole week. Oh, you know, not, not, his life, but his not as you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. But not. Yeah. Nothing worse than that. No. Um, for centuries, men have defended the size of their junk by saying they're a grower, not a shower. Seriously, so, it's the word of God. So it looks small. It's stage one. It is small. But when it gets aroused, look out. Well, let's not get carried away with a look out. (laughs) Now, unfortunately, there's a new study out today that says that's probably not true. Yeah. Researchers at the University of California, Irvine, found that only a quarter of men are growers. Only a quarter. Mm -hmm. Most men, what you show is what you get. Well, they grow an average of two inches or more when they're excited. That's the definition of a grower. And only a quarter of men are that way. That's crazy because I don't know. Mine, mine hulks up a lot more than he was. I was going to say, because mine can look as small as a thimble. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like when it's cold and like if it, it somehow got wet mm. in the cold, which makes it twenty times wet right. in the cold. Yeah, like if oh, like you get out of a pool, like and, get out of a pool, and then it's cold. Like I mean, that thing retreats. Yeah, it's more than two inches. Let's ask the you ladies know. here for a second. Have you encountered growers, and is it a turnoff, or do you appreciate the after effects? One eight five five nine five four six nine six nine. 954 You're welcome. One eight five five nine five four six nine six nine. Guys, what about you? Uh, as a grower, have you encountered some trouble or does it work out for you? one 855 So with uh, the 25% or so that are growers, only 25%, the other 74% of men, they'll only grow an average of 1.2 inches. So what well, yeah, you see like, will so only get like about when an it's inch like bigger. That, it just but that's 75% of men. That's what's shocking to me. Don't you think? Like, don't, um, I, I would have thought more men, because more men claim to be growers, at least right. have through the years on our show yeah. and stuff. It's only a quarter of men. Right. I think there's like things like fat pads and things, you know. Yeah, but. A lot of money. Like, if I lost a bunch of weight, I'm sure that I wouldn't be as much of a grower. <laughs> I'd be more yeah. of a shower. But well, I don't know, man. This guy Mine says, just... I guess I'm the king of growers. I literally go from two to eight. Jesus. I don't go to eight. This guy says I go from one and a half to six and a half. How do you explain that? Yeah. This guy said I'm I'm in that smallest percentage. I'm just under an inch stage one. But once I get going, I flush out to a full five and a half. Yeah, man. I've 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 looked down and there's been just the tiniest little thing. Poor guy. This woman said I dated a guy who was about six foot five and had a grower. But after he grew, it was still only average. I appreciated I'm, I'm that, but you. was still disappointed. Like that's why. Like thank God for Dave that he's got a nine incher. Because boy, Relax. oh boy, if you had a, if you had just a normal one, I think one, things are given to you in proportion. Nine is never proportion. No, I'm just saying you're as a six foot five guy. If it was tiny, but this is the it thing would be devastating. This is the thing about dongs. They're not given to you in proportion. They're not. You have no idea what you're going to get. Like. You can be six foot five and it can be tiny. You can be four foot nine and you can have just a 
hog. A rager. Yeah. Uh, Alex, so. Alex, you're on with Dave and Chuck the Freak. What do you think? I think growers are fine. I've gone out with tons of guys, and, I mean, they've almost all been growers, and I've been very grateful. One guy, particularly small when not aroused, but he grew pretty big. So I'm just cool with the end result. Right, yeah. so you, you got past the initial because you knew what was soon to come. Mm-hmm. Well, I was willing to be patient and hope for the best. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, this is different. James. What? My ex was a grower, and he actually... He could orally self-pleasure himself. Oh, wow. That's got to be a turnoff for ladies, I would think. I mean, if you can reach it, I'm sure they're pretty pretty proud pretty, of you. Yeah, pretty... <laughs> Pretty stunned by that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mine would look like a baseball bat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kyle. Hey, Kyle. How are you, man? What's up, buddy? Doing pretty good. What's your comment on this? Good. Uh, so uh, soft, it's about four inches. But no lie, when it does grow, it will grow to eight inches. It'll grow four inches. But I really wish it was just all there from the beginning. So you'd rather be a shower? Yes, absolutely. Do you think most guys would? Like, do you, it's more about presentation. Guys are all just wrapped up in it. Yeah. They mm-hmm. just want it to be out there. For sure. You might as well show it all the time. I mean, you know, if you could be hanging loose <laughs> at eight, yeah. even if it just stayed eight but got, yeah. like, you win in life, right? right? I mean. It's all about the, the inches. Uh, one more call here. Nick. Hey, Nick. Hey, David, Chuck the Freak, how you doing? We're doing good, man. What's your comment on this? So, at stage one, I'm like a one-incher. Mm-hmm. I got nothing there. But yep. when, when, I, when I get, you know, all aroused, ready to go, I get all the way up to a seven-incher. And uh, I'm going to tell you, I love it. <laughs> I bet. I would love it, too. I would. <laughs> I, all the way to I, seven, I, huh? No, but it'd be like, I, I love it. I love it being small. It doesn't get in my way. It's it hangs out, and it only it only comes out when it's time to play. Yeah, yeah. He's protected. <laughs> yeah, he's safe and sound there. All right, man. So my husband more than doubles from four to nine. The Dave Hunter. The, the study, you know, nine all the, the time. Doesn't the study sound off? The study's wrong. I it think. does sound off. I think it's wrong. I do. I think it's wrong. Yeah, no, you sound to, like a guy that's pissed about his size Like when you're like, the study's wrong. No, but yeah. it, I, it sounds like what they say just, most guys grow is wrong. Yeah. I just, yeah, I mean, the two inches, I I blow the study out of the water, Yeah, and I'm not going to nine. I'll tell right. you that much. But that's, right. that's like 90% of the text. The guys go from one to two to But like one to th- you go from one or like... You know, you go from, you go from two, like two to five or two to yeah. six, maybe. Yeah. This guy said, I love being a grower. It's like a jack in the box. The- <laughs> I saw a video. Oh, okay, great. No, I saw a video of like where it looked like someone had nothing. It looked flat in the front. Jesus. And then ar- arousal came just tumbling out. Yeah, that's crazy. Like a can of snakes. Like a yeah. How many sentences do you start with? I saw a video. <laughs> I know. I saw a video. That's when it every time me. he says it, it's like, uh oh. Yeah, we it all, always like, scares me. Yeah. <laughs> What's he gonna say? What's he gonna what say? He no, there's things that affect it, that's like wild. weight and stuff. Like yeah, you know. But yeah, I don't feel like the study's accurate. No, I don't. Do I that, don't but know. I'm it seems no, like the numbers no are dong scientist. Yeah.
No, none of us are. Uh, all right, let's go from the male bits to the lady bits because um, they've invented vagina beer. We uh, we talked about um, the fact that they were going to do this. Yeah, I, I feel like, something. I feel like they've got to give up on this. Let's just let's stick to classic vag, right? The just the good old, <laughs> no good old regular. Vaginas. Let's not try and make vagina cologne and vagina beer. And yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Just let a it's, vagina it's, be a vagina. It's amazing like it is. You don't need to come up with a million different things. Beer spun takes off of it. yeast and typically that coupled with a vagina. <laughs> well, I think this That's is, it, there's more and more craft beers and they're all trying to be creative with their pickle beers mm. and their or whatever it is, right? So I guess this is just spawned off of that. A new vagina beer just went on sale in Poland. Makes the sense. brewers, here's what they say. They took the vaginal lactic acid of hot underwear models and used it as an ingredient to brew their beer. Polish beer. Yeah, didn't they do this with a porn star's vagina yeah. once or something? That's what I thought. Yeah, we, yeah. we talked about yeah, we something, talked about like, something that. like that. It was this. whiskey, I believe, too. Oh, really? So then there's, oh, oh my God, my the label goodness. says... Drink the essence of Paulina. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to drink the essence of Paulina. It says um, the beer allows you to picture the woman and, quote, try how she tastes. Ew. And then they, they tell you what sexual position to be in while you're drinking it. Jesus. I don't know. That's beer just gross me. to me. Beer makes me gassy anyway. If you want to see the pictures of these women, um, you can go to DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. But these are the women that donated their panties for vagina beer. And how much of a sample would you need to make beer? I think once you get a little bit, they you can, can just grow it, you grow, grow it and grow it. Grow it. I just envision the biggest perv. Everything's <laughs> like a six pack of that. <laughs> uh, can I get me six pack of Paulina? <laughs> six pack of Jasmine. <laughs> oh, or the I guy like, making it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got brewed a batch of Paulina for you right now, bud. I'm just going to get this sample off so we can make a next brew. Can you hand me my skin apron? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, the biggest pervs you're so rightly so the yeah. biggest pervs would be lining up to buy i just like i i, I love vaginas i think they're awesome and it's you like love one of my favorite i don't things. know if you love beer and i love beer yeah. but the com combination of the two i <laughs> never asked yeah. anybody for nope. anything like that nope <laughs> so they say people will try it out of curiosity but um, i'll never try it dude it may not become a regular edition for beer lovers no if i won't eat a normal strawberry you're definitely not. I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking beer. that. Mm -mm. So the ladies have been checked out before having their smears. Oh, a smear! They, don't say smears. I didn't say it. They said Thank it. God, don't say smears. Don't say smears. <laughs> so gross. And this is like it's so. It is no matter gross. how hot and clean and perfect the chick is, it's the most revolting thing I've ever heard. Don't One say smears. Um, so anyway, so they get the smears and they say um, they use the smears to isolate the bacteria and they remove all possible unsavory elements from it. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm out, man. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. I mean, if I had to try one beer, I think I wouldn't go Paulina. I'd go Monica. Oh, I'm cool with Modelo. Yeah. Okay, you know what would never work. Though, all these crazy new weird beer twists. Ball beer. Ball beer. 
Yeah. Ball beer would yep. never work. Yeah. Among a cheese beer. The <laughs> essence of balls. Yeah, because yeah, chicks aren't as disgustingly depraved as dudes no. can be. No, they're uh, not. Give me a six-pack of Chuck. Like, there's girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, right. Maybe one girl. <laughs> maybe one girl. I just, uh, I just like the flavor of that. <laughs> I like how I like picking hair out of my teeth. Yeah. Oh God! Give me the uh, give me the short can Chuck, <laughs> and uh, give me that tall boy there, that Dave. Oh God! Give me a green bean ice. <laughs> green bean ice. Super strong. It's very strong. <laughs> High gravity green bean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ball beer brewed by the essence of balls. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's crazy. That'd be skunky. If you want to see again the pictures of these models that are uh, involved in vagina beer, okay, you can go I, check them out at DaveAndCheckTheFreak.com. I'm just going to put it out there. What's the difference between finding some kind of yeast culture on a on my stuff, which means it's incredibly dirty to begin with, that you found it, right? And then growing it and growing a beer out of it. What's the difference? It's still Still not good. It's disgusting. Um, today, guys, I love Vag, but my wife works for an OBGYN, and she says it's the hot ones that have the stinkiest areas. Mm. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Go buy yourself a case of Nut Light. <laughs> not oh. Natty Light. Nut nutty Light. light. Yeah. Nutty Light. Yeah, I don't want any. I don't want anything that was grown on a human. This guy says, "No, give me an anal beer." Ooh, oh, no, 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 you want that? No, you don't. Let's say another guy said my brewery actually has a beer called Chuck, and now all Ooh. I'm going to be able to think of is it being Chuck's ball beer. Yep, that's how it's made. They asked me for it. No good. It's like hops and barley. <laughs> yeah, the old standby. <laughs> they like a way to brew it from hops and barley. Yeah, works. Yes. <laughs> Um, well, vagina beer, definitely pretty kinky, but when you think of kinky, your mind can wander some interesting places. Some people think of blindfolds, feathers, and a variety of uh, whipped cream. Others think of the gimp in Pulp Fiction. Mm -hmm. If that's a road you and your lady haven't traveled on yet, the kinky road, but you want to, there are some rules, and they say communication is key. Once you've come to an agreement on what's in and what's out, then it is... Game on, they say. We actually got an email from a guy who's wondering how to bring this up. He says, uh, keep me anonymous, long-time listener, love the show. I have a question. I want to get kinky, mm -hmm. but how do I tell my wife of two years that I want to explore RJ's on me? We're in our early... A tough sell, bud. We're in our early 30s, and she finds backdoor stuff non-appealing. Any advice would help. It is amazing to me that there is like a first guy for that. Right. What you do you mean? mean? Like that. Yeah, that's somebody. That a guy talked a girl into doing that. She you know, the cork off somebody. Oh, you mean like the original trailblazer. Right. Because I feel like if when we're taking calls and like a girl calls in and she's like, I love them. I do it all the time. <laughs> you know, like that she's done it forever. But someone was there first way back in the day mm -hmm. was the first. Really? And I don't know how you do that. I don't know I how don't, you would I don't. even broach it. Mm -mm. 
Especially if she finds it non-appealing to begin with. Yeah, I mean, it's your wife, but and you know her well enough to know that she's, like, probably never going to do that. They've been married two years. Yeah. yeah. And it's already time for stepping up the game. Right. To- you and don't you think, here's, here's what I'm putting out there. Two years in, this guy says, listen, I want you to go lick back there. He just wants to try it, though. He does, but... That would, I think, put her head into a tailspin. Like, who am I marrying? Yeah, what's yeah. going on that here? That would uh, yeah. cause you to say, "What? Who did I marry?" Yeah. I would say this. I think you'd have to sit down and explain the whole thing. It'd have to be like a, "All right, sit down." Uh, <laughs> so I've been listening to Dave and Chuck, uh-huh. and they're always people are always calling in about I, this crazy topic. I know it's weird, RJ. And you know what? I'm not going to be able to get it out of my head until I've at least tried it. I need you to try Someone it. Someone suggests they start with saran wrap over it. Well, they do say you should use a thing. Well, it's your, but it's your partner. Even then. But it's still, at the end of the day, it's your partner. And it's also, they faces. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, sir, I guess uh, Saran Wrap would make it better. Is that like a butthole's training wheels? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> like a face like a, guard? Like a Ziploc bag and throw it on there? Put a sneeze guard on it. Get down there. <laughs> so practicing. Perhaps start with fingers. I, I don't know. I think, like, um, he's... He'd have to sit down and and explain the whole thing because if you just throw it out there in the middle of some session, she's gonna think, "Oh, you've been into this the whole time. You you didn't tell me." Sarah, hi. You've got a tip. I have a thought. Yeah, um, my boyfriend he was always really weird about anything like anal related. Well, he um, one time when I was giving him a BJ, I just decided to you know do the whole thing, and he yeah. loved it. But if you talk about it, they tend to get weird. But here's you're in the so listen, so listen, you, you yes, are so. a lover of it. So you're different. He his wife is not into that stuff and he wants it. So right. was yeah. yours okay what so I'm saying is if maybe he does it to her and she sees the pleasure involved, then maybe she'll more be more prone to do it to him. Because but, since then he's been doing it to me all the time. Hmm. Yeah. So you blew the doors off it. Okay, so here's the thing. So <laughs> back in the day, you're mm-hmm. the first time you did this to some guy. Mm-hmm. Was it something that he asked for, or did you just go for it? Because that's just you know you're nuts like that. I just I just went for it because I know a lot of guys. There's weird stigmas attached to that whole area. You know, they're like, oh, that's going to mean something. It doesn't. Right. It comes all comes down to his pleasure. So yeah. Once they realize uh, the pleasure involved, and, you know. All yeah. Right. No. So I mean, he, as she thinks, if he blows her. Backdoor mind, mm-hmm. she may then reciprocate. Be, reciprocate. Yeah, be more uh, open to it. I don't know. I keep picturing like the first RJ is like, a, oh, in my head, it's just like footage from like the 1890s when they were making railroads and stuff and they're blowing up mountains. And they're like, we're going to give this a shot. That's all I keep saying. Like a little Asian man with dynamite yeah. box in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like the equivalent of it historically. Okay, okay. Oh, this is bad advice. Get her drunk and tell her to finish her vegetables like oh, a good girl. No, 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 no. not your vegetables. Not your no. vegetables. 
I bet Hallmark doesn't make a card for this situation. Yeah. <laughs> they got one for everything else. <clears throat> That's true. Uh, a lot of people are saying that he should try it on her first. I wish I may. I wish I might. <laughs> Have my first RJ tonight. <laughs> I wish I may. Uh-huh. Um, this one got one when we both were wasted. I wasn't asked or, or, and I didn't tell her to do it, but wow, was it outstanding. Now it's an every time thing. I always ask for it. My girl thinks I'm gay. I don't even know how it got started. Don't know how to get it started. Well, he's already asking for it. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the step. That's the toughest step. Right, approaching broaching the subject. You know, mm. do it in a '69. Someone said, "Done." <laughs> bada boom, bada bing. One more call on this voice changing technology. Hey, anonymous, how are you? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you guys? We're good. So this guy is wondering how to get his wife to visit his uh, backdoor region. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I used to work for one of those intimacy stores, right? Mm-hmm. And um, there are actually, uh, I know that this girl is probably just thinking that it's kind of gross to put, you know, her mouth anywhere near it or whatever. But what they can do is they can go in and talk to, like, one of us, one of the people who works at a place like that, and just, you know, openly have a dialogue there. Okay. That way they have a third party. <laughs> So you're so telling wait, hold on. Like you're telling them corner. to go into an adult store and ask the adult store worker. Would every adult uh, store I, worker be cool with that? Strange. I think they are. Yeah. Uh, they are all right. cool with it. Yes. Yeah, they are all <laughs> cool with cool it. About yep. It. It's 100%. like just talking about. It's like us talking comic books. Training on um, male stimulation. So yeah. Yeah, they will. Oh, they're okay. dying. Wow, they're actually dying to crazy. talk about it. Extremely healthy. Yeah. Male stimulation is extremely healthy in the prevention of cancer for men. Hmm. Yeah. All right, Anonymous. So she's not you. only doing him a favor and what he wants, but she's keeping him healthy, too. So, I yeah. mean, two birds, one stone, okay. win, win. Okay. Yeah. And but, she's not a doctor. So no. I think sure. that. So a regular licking back there is going to keep you healthy? Is that what she's saying? That is what she's saying. I think just a release. That's what keeps you healthy. Yeah. Is what keeps you healthy. Keep I don't think you have to strong. get in there and you don't really get it just. Yeah. Yeah. Get after it. Get after it. Can't even read some of these. Yeah. No. No. Nope. <laughs> I've been with my husband 15 years, and he just visited back there, and I liked it, but I still would never go near his hairy area. That's very. That's it's wild back. And there. I'll, I'll tell I'll tell you right now that like um, there is nothing even close about like a girl's to a guy's. And to mine. Mm-hmm. It better not That's be. That's what you've been telling us. Mm-hmm. For a lot of years. <laughs> if I could, I'd build a wall around it. <laughs> it's not even close. No. Totally different. Dude, good luck. Maybe visit her, see if it sparks some interest in her, but uh looks like, like it may be a hard sell. Comparing apples to alligators. Just come on in. We'll just have a little talk. Oh, <laughs> or take her to an adult store and get the big lady there working to <laughs> yeah. explain stuff to him. 
Here's the That's strange. Mongoose 5000. That's, 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 that's a weird. <laughs> Listen, my lady won't go back there. Will you talk to her, please? Come on, just do it. Listen, this is the mongoose. I call it Ricky Dicky Tabby. <laughs> Tell her she'll like it. Will she like it? Start small with this 12 incher. <laughs> Put that there. So bizarre. All right, our idiot criminal of the day is coming up right here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. What was a guy's excuse when he was busted doing 99 miles per hour? And how could the same thing happen to James? Let's find out. (laughs) The idiot criminal of the day. Look, when the heart wants a cheesy gordita crunch. (gasps) James. The heart will do what it's got to yeah, do. Whatever it takes. To get a cheesy yeah. gordita crunch, I gotta right? i kill a man. I'm going to kill a man. <laughs> Give me that cheesy gordita crunch. The Minnesota Department of Public Safety released some data from last month when the cops did a special crackdown on speeding and reckless driving. They gave out over 14,000 tickets for speeding, but one stood out. Mm-hmm. And it's the ticket that went to a guy who was busted doing 99 miles an hour because he was, quote, Trying to make it to Taco Bell before it closed. Oh, that's, oh, that's a desperate time. <laughs> yeah, that's late is. at night. Yep. <laughs> you got to get there before 4 a.m. Yep. Unfortunately, because the cop pulled him over, we're guessing he missed that window. He to sure get did. Double whammy. Gordita Double whammy. Oh, that sucks. So he got officer. a massive ticket and no Taco Bell. Mm. Bad night for that guy. Those are my thoughts, not yours. I'm Dave Hunter. I'm Dave and Chuck the Freak. It's Friday, bitches. This is Dave and Chuck the Freak. We're going to take a break, and when we come back in just a moment, what should you do to your social calendar? If you want to be happier, we'll get to that. A buddy of mine got an amazing deal on a barbecue Mm -hmm. because of a mistake that the store made. Oh, well. We'll tell you about that. And what price mistake worked out in your favor? That and much more still ahead when we come back in just a moment on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. About to give out some tips on how to make sex in a tent more enjoyable. I think Jason the Jew is the only one who's a big camper on this show. Yeah, I think so. The question we have for you, Jason. So camping. Do you really enjoy it? No, I do like it. Yeah, I I like the outdoors. I like being out there. We don't hang out at the campsite gathering wood and cooking beans. Try to get out and see as much as I can. I am half on board with what Jason is talking about. I like to see the outdoors, but I don't like the idea of not being able to retreat back to where there's cable television <laughs> and comfortable bed. But yeah, you know? there are some downsides. Like, I received over 40 mosquito bites. <laughs> you got quite a few. Oh, yeah, it looks yeah. like I have a rash on my ass from... Oh, oh on your oh, ass. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. I wonder how your ass was, was your out. Ass you out. sleeping in the nude. How was your ass out, ass Jason? Up. Ass up. <laughs> Yeah. He wasn't sleeping, guys. He was not sleeping. Ass up! I used to like that. That's his new nickname. Yep. Ass up! What a crazy way to fall asleep as a man. Ass up. No pants. It's not that crazy when you think about it. she have any mosquito bites on the inside of her legs? No. Okay, All right. Sure. Ass up, Jason. I mean, I know how you get bit on the ass. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. From inside the Tuft and Needle studio. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday. What? It's Friday. What? Yeah, yeah, come on. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday. What? It's Friday. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, what's 
my favorite day of the week. My radio's kicking David Chuck the Freak. It's a day celebrated all across the nation. Bitches be tripping. What's up with the Asian? Dave with the news, who's back of the day. Rip corn in the hot bitch, bitch away. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday. What? It's Friday. What? Yeah, yeah, come on. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday. What? It's Friday. Yes, indeed. It is Friday, bitches. Thanks for joining us on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Still ahead here, what should you do to your social calendar if you want to be happier? A buddy of mine got an amazing deal on a barbecue due to a store's mistake recently, but what price mistake work, price mistake worked out in your favor? All that and more on the way. We're going to start with this road rage fight that actually is fairly lame, but what's funny is the woman who's narrating it. This happened in Texas. Okay, so the two guys fighting. Imagine two toddlers fighting in a schoolyard, like kind of trying to kick and... and a lot of like, like overhand punches. Like, yeah, no, like, they, neither one of them know how to fight. Right, but they're yeah. like slap, trying to slap and, and, yeah. and kick each other. Yeah. It, ridiculous. But this woman rolled up on this fight that was stopping traffic and uh, just thought it was pretty hilarious. This video is up at DaveAndCheckTheFreak.com if you want to check it out. Now this is live in action, Rad Rock. Uh, for real. For These real. Kicks. Mm, oh man, mm, you returned mm. the kick. These two men <laughs> acting a fool <laughs> on the side of 35, y'all. Yeah. I ain't making this up. Oh, it's buffering. <laughs> Are you kidding? Are you goddamn kidding me? Uh, How can a video buffer? We have internet! It's uh, the time of day. Yeah. Stop it, you guys. A lot of people here on the old Wi-Fi. Well, I'd love to be able to play the rest for you. Mm. But it won't let me. Yeah. I ain't making this up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Dave. Do it for David no, like, play. honestly, no, no, no. Oh, look. Oh, look. It's going again. There we go. Mm. Girl, shut up. <laughs> Look at these two guys, though. They're a disaster. Yeah, one of them too much for me. Too old, bruh. <laughs> too old. Can we get some movement? <laughs> She's scarier than either yeah. one of them. Yeah. She can kick both their asses. <laughs> can oh we get God. some movement? <laughs> The lamest road rage fight you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, one guy was like, I'll kick you back. No, you won't. No, yes. you won't. Yes. Ooh. You will not. <laughs> little spin you kick. You will not. I'll sweep your legs. <laughs> Try it. Slap. I'll just keep going backwards. A slap, slap, slapity slap. Miss, miss, miss. <laughs> <laughs> like the Matrix. <laughs> You're fast. But are you ready for this flying knee? Yeah, oh, I was. Oh, jeez, right you evaded it better than I thought you were going to. Because I just keep backing up. You do. Stop that. <laughs> oh, so lame. Let's just get in our cars and just, Let's just leave. Okay, fine. It's yeah. over. Then she yells at you. Too old, bruh. <laughs> Too old. <laughs> Too old. <laughs> Can we get some movement? <laughs> they were both like, oh, jeez. <laughs> Sorry, lady. Oh, my God. Don't hit us. 
Yeah, they're mm-hmm. definitely more scared of her, I believe. You can check out their lame ass fight and her commentary at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. This is pretty scary. A teenager just got arrested at an airport in Arkansas after he snuck into the cockpit of a jet and planned to fly it to another state so he could go see a rap concert. How did he plan to fly it? He told police he thought he'd just have to hit a few buttons. Oh, no, it's more than that. It's a little more than that. It's more than that. Yeah, asked about his lack of training as a pilot when he was trying to steal this plane, Zamarcius Scott, 18 years old, said he didn't believe there was much to do in it. He thought he could just pull some buttons, push some levers, and he'd be up in the air. This was about 2.30 in the morning when airport security personnel contacted police about seeing a man jump a fence and enter the American Eagle jet. By the time officers arrived, the suspect had gotten into the plane and had closed the door behind him. He was in the cockpit when they shined a flashlight in there and they saw him in the pilot seat trying to figure out how to fire it up. Fearing their safety, an officer drew his weapon, ordered him to keep his hands up where they could be seen. They finally got the plane's door open. One officer kept watching him as the others got into the plane. That's terrifying. Dude. It is pretty terrifying. This guy could have somehow launched himself. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you got the right... Could you, is, could you just bring up a YouTube video? Like, I don't, oh, think, no. I don't know if there's a tutorial on how to fly. There probably is. Well, really, you just have to find the... If he could somehow get to the runway, which... I would. I always hear, and I might have got this from the movie Blow, but I always hear like taking off is way easier than landing. Well, because the plane just wants to take off, right? So all you have to do is go, go fast. fast enough. Mm. If you go fast enough, the lift by, generated by the wings will. Can you imagine trying to do that? It's crazy. I couldn't. <laughs> no, I'm no Zamarcius. <laughs> <laughs> you are no Zamarcius. <laughs> So um, he has been arraigned. He's charged with commercial burglary and attempted theft of property with value greater than $25,000. Both offenses, felonies punishable by up to three to ten years in prison. Although he doesn't seem too sad in his mugshot. It's like, yeah, Zamakius. Yeah. I can fly. Hmm. He's going to give it a whirl. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> once scary. you're up, once you're up. How do you oh, get down? man. <laughs> yeah. Huh? That's Boy, then I mean, why? Yeah. Help. Help. Also, it's like, do you know where you're going? I don't even know. How are you going to, you were going to like follow the highway? What? uh, Yeah, you've got to navigate. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to know weather patterns. You've got to get it to an altitude that's not going to run into other planes. Mm -hmm. They're going to scramble jets at you. You got to deal with that. They're going to shoot you right down. I mean, Jeezy Pete's. Is it stressful trying to figure out, you know, (laughs) what to do when they scramble jets? Talking about it. (laughs) No, honestly, it is terrifying. I do love people that have no training attempting to fly, though. I know. Like it's a couple times. Helicopter. That helicopter guy is one of the funniest things I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> and then Zamarcus, he really gave, he was like, I'm going to do this. Don't you feel like he was just in there hitting buttons? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> what did he do to that plane? Zamarcus to tower, Zamarcus to tower. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm taking this, wor- this bird up to the skies, and here we go. I'm pressing the blue one. I'm pressing the red one. I'm going to press that green thing. Oh, God, please, someone stop him. <laughs> Let's see. This is like that leather lever in the movies. Let's see if I push this forward and something happens. Zamarcus is off to the skies, bitches. Oh, he's dead. He's going to be dead. Oh, geez. I never thought past this part. Somebody help. Scramble some jets. Help, mate. Rescue jets. 
<laughs> that's the only thing. Once you do that, um, and what kind of jet was this? You, they said what it kind was it American was. It was an American Eagle twin engine. So those probably those little commuter jets, the ones that you know maybe only have forty people on them that go from you know the yeah. smaller planes at airports. Yeah, yeah. Still no that's joke. Pretty, yeah, that's oh, pretty it's no big. joke at all. <laughs> Crazy plane. <laughs> No plane is a joke. Defying gravity and slapping God in the face from the skies. Exactly. If I put you in a glider, like right. one of those like uh, little tiny things the guys build themselves, and they got a, a plane propeller and it takes and it or no, like just like your your own self. Oh you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have it's like a backpack or whatever. I don't <laughs> care what it is. I was like, come on, he's played it's it in video games. He's played it in video games. You can figure it out. Well, I thought I've hmm. thought the same thing. And I do believe I could get a plane in the air if I could start it. Oh, God. Well, this guy said, my buddy taught me how to start the simplest plane, and that's about 600 <laughs> switches and buttons. A jet? No way. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think so. 600 switches and buttons. <laughs> button 72, One, button two, 78, three, button four, 94. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> Not even close yet. Yep. <laughs> well, that's why it takes him so long to... Get things fired up in there. Yeah. 600 yeah. buttons to push. Yeah. That's not easy to just take yeah. a jet. No. And it should be hard. Thank God it's no, hard or right. this guy would be in the air right now. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's why? I mean, obviously it's a complicated piece of machinery. But do you think it's made a certain way so people just can't take to the skies in it? That's like, a, there's not it's just a, a gas and a brake? Yeah, there. it, it is oh. an interesting thought. Because I know like uh, even the keyboards that you type on, do you know that the original keyboard that you were typed on that you typed on was like it was just all the letters just right in a row? Oh, like, like they, A to Z, right? But they found that any anybody could do it. Oh, so okay. they made QWERTY. So they made QWERTY because well, uh, with a mix of like, well, these are the main letters that are used, but then also it became a skill, hmm. and oh. like people trained to do the job. Why wouldn't you want everyone to be able to do it? And if that's the case, why wouldn't they have the A to Z keyboards right now to make it easier for people? I don't, I don't know. That's crazy. I would, yeah, that's nuts. It is. Because like you're always taught that it was because that was the, the most used letters and that was yeah. like the natural way and you I should think type. With yeah, but I think the very first ones. Was this A, B, C, D, E, F, I think F, it was. Because I always yeah. thought that when I was typing. I was like, what madman came up with I know. this? Mm. QWERTY. QWERTY. Because when you think about it, if you like knew where, if it was just the alphabet, mm-hmm. you know the alphabet. Like yeah. I, it the the hard but, part about QWERTY is knowing like oh, okay, I'm on an N key. Well, I don't know what the next one over is. I wouldn't be right. able to do the A B C D. You know, I'd be real I, slow I at it. Do it. Yeah. And now the right wrong, now you now wouldn't. Now used to this. Now, right now you wouldn't. Uh, I got to give this next study to Amber because uh, she does not believe in this. They say if you want to be happier. Stop scheduling your free time. Well, yeah. That makes sense. Just chill out. Just chill out. Don't do stuff. They say your social calendar might actually be sucking the joy out of activities that are supposed to be fun and relaxing. When a leisure activity is planned rather than spontaneous, we actually enjoy it less. It's because we tend to lump our schedule activities in the same bucket, meaning it's like a dentist appointment or a haircut or grabbing a copy with a friend, it makes the pleasurable activities seem like a chore when it becomes part of your to-do list. Yeah, People feel like they have like an extra hour or two, and they have to schedule everything. Yeah, it's crazy. 
Well, some do, but what Dave's saying is just like so me, right? I I don't have a ton of stuff going on ever in my life, but when I do have something going on, it's on a calendar. I know like three weeks in advance that it's written up there and like I start to look at it and dread it, even though maybe it's just hanging out with like guys I wouldn't mind hanging out with Yes, in my head somewhere. I'm like, oh, it becomes a task. I've got to do that thing tonight. Right. I what if I don't thing. want to do it to on that somewhere night? at a certain time? And yeah, I could enjoy completely what I had planned. But the fact that I look at my calendar and I see there's not a single day weekend free until like middle September that stresses me out. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. I need to do nothing. Yeah. I do too. Like I need to do nothing. Like yeah, that's like vacations and stuff where you go to places. To me, that's not relaxing. That's like, oh god, I got to get on a goddamn plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I got to go there, and then I got to make sure there's no bed bugs, and then <laughs> and there's there like is, a whole and thing. then there, and is. there is, and yep. there's blood on the mattress. Oh god, <laughs> you know. So that's if like, we're not yep. supposed to schedule our free time, how are we expected to get anything done or see our friends? The answer they say is rough scheduling. Meaning meeting for lunch or an after work drink, but not assigning it to a time. They say as trivial as that might seem as a change, it has an important effect on our human psychology. It reintroduces the flexibility to that stuff, and therefore it'll seem more like fun again, not a chore. So you just put down but like, I can't, that would gotta go work. to the baseball yeah, guy's like if house. I said to Chuck, hey Chuck, let's just meet for dinner tonight. No time on it. Yeah. Are you kidding? He'd show up what, nine forty five? <laughs> I'd be there for hours yeah. and then I'd be furious. But see, that's the, that's the thing about time. any kind of plans. You know what I mean? I love like, spontaneous things when they just pop up. Yeah. Oh, like, God, I hate that. Oh, I'm the one that likes to do it. I'm like, let's go. That's I'm more willing to do stuff like that. Like, I've even done stuff where I've been like, hey, and I text a bunch of people and I'm like, we should totally get some drinks tonight. And then literally one second afterwards, I'm like, Oh God! What have I done? Why'd I do that? Yeah. Why would I do that? Stupid! 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 Yep. No, like you're so in, you're, you're, you're yeah. Like, but what you're talking about though? Yeah. To clarify here, mm-hmm. you're talking about like you and Lenny are sitting around, and then you guys decide that we're gonna go and do something. Like, let's go. Like, what I'm thinking of is. Just spontaneously, someone's on my doorstep. <laughs> oh no, you're not oh, allowed. No, like no, spontaneously, someone has come to my house. Spontaneous yeah, company. About that. Yeah, just like someone calls, like, "Hey, you put me busy." Oh, no, 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 let's go grab some drinks. Like that mm. kind of stuff, I like because you didn't. You just know it just kind of happens. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. I don't have time to have anxiety about it. Yeah. Yeah. Then it just it flows better. But that's yeah. what they're saying. Like a rough schedule will help with that. All right. So, um, the question for you here for just a few minutes on Dave and Chuck the Freak is. When did a store's mistake work out in your favor? Online, a store, whatever. 1-855-954-6969 is the toll-free number. 1-855-954-6969. Two stories here. One, um, actually was just a buddy telling me what happened to him and he got like the deal of the century. Yeah. So he went into one of the big box places. He's looking for a barbecue and, um, he wanted to get, you know, he wanted to get one that would last for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's had few that have just, you know, bought them a couple of years, and then they're crap, and he's got to throw them out. Yeah. So he wanted to get a Weber, yeah, grill, which are, you know, one of the high end grills, way too expensive. He's looking around, then he sees one that's supposed to be seventeen hundred dollars. Yeah. Priced at three ninety nine. Stop it. It's like, well, that can't be true. So he puts it on a flatbed. And takes it to one of those scanner things and manages to scan it. 
comes up at three ninety nine. So he self checkout. No, no, he didn't self checkout. He was just checking the price to see if that was legit. Oh, okay, and it was. So he goes to check out. They realized they put the wrong tag too late on that box. It should have been for a, a totally different model, but they honored it. They have to because, because it yeah. was their mistake. Yeah, they he have saved to. like fourteen hundred bucks on this barbecue. That's that awesome. that way. That's the dream. I feel that less bad because in all of the things that have happened to me, it's been where I've put like five or six things up on the, and it's been dumb stuff. Like one time uh, I got, I bought like five or six things and a humidifier. Right. And then they're ringing stuff up and then I take everything in the cart and then I look and they didn't charge me for the humidifier. Right. And I'm like, banker in my favor, you know, hmm. and, but I'm telling you, like, you know, party feels a little bit bad. Yeah. That, that somehow is like, like when they actually did it themselves to yeah. themselves, that was more like, uh oh, yeah. not saying anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I felt a little bad. <laughs> yeah. No, I do. In that situation, that's happened a couple of times with us, like something small, they forget to ring through or whatever, mm-hmm. but. This was a huge deal. So it brought to mind this story I'd seen a while back about this woman who thought she had the deal of the century online. Didn't work out that way so much. Here's what happened. What? This cannot be real. Miranda Pierce thought she hit the jackpot. This is what I was doing, just scrolling through like I normally do. When she came across this online ad from Menards, patio chairs typically selling for $350 a piece, going for one single cent. I jumped Whoa. on in a penny. One penny. Know, so I got four. And she just happened to be in the market for new patio furniture. So it was the first time I saw yes. those chairs, and it coincidentally went perfect with my porch and everything. You know, I thought it was perfect. I really thought it was a sign <laughs> that it was meant for me to get. Admittedly, too good to be true was already creeping into her mind. I didn't even think it was going to go through. But soon, she got a confirmation email. It had to be a glitch. I knew it was a glitch, but it was my lucky break, and you know how I was looking at it. And her bank account was four cents lighter. I checked Very my account. Nice, the money nice. gone. I said, oh, it's official. So, yeah, we're good. I talked about those chairs all yesterday. Until reality set in about 12 hours later by way of an email from Menards, which reads in part, this item was a figment of the computer's imagination. We are looking into the air. Your order is being canceled and refunded in full. Figment of the computer's imagination. Since it doesn't when did have a, imagination? Yeah. Um, once again, that was just an insult. They could have worded that better. Menard sent a very similarly worded email to Fox 2, standing by the figment of the computer's imagination comment and going on to say, we are sorry for any inconvenience this may have caused. Obviously, if anyone actually ordered one, we will be very prompt in returning their penny. At last check, the patio chairs are no longer available at any price on the Menards webpage. Miranda tells me the company's response to all this she felt was condescending and lacks accountability. And for that, she'll be taking her business elsewhere in the future. So the one thing is with most online stuff, they all have outs now. And maybe years ago when this started, they didn't. And it's different. Like your buddy, if you mark something in a store a certain price, they have to honor. They, it. Have, they have to. to honor they it. have to honor. Right. It's like a law. But on the website, even Amazon, they all have. It's there's the Wild a clause, West. Right? It's the Wild yeah. West. They they can misprice something, but then they'll just send you an email say, "Hey, we mispriced that, yeah. and we're not fulfilling that order." Technically, right. guys, they don't have to sell it to you. Oh, really? Yeah, they can refuse to sell it. Just refuse to sell you the item completely. Only because I had to deal with this on 
a number of times, times at the huh? customer service desk when people started demanding stuff. They don't have to sell it to you, but usually what they'll do is they'll take it down to cost and sell it to you, and then they'll give you like a, a, a an award for finding the, the mistake. Uh Oh, okay. I thought they had to honor it. I Most stores will. Most stores, yeah. Most like if it's will. within reason, but if you've got like a $500 item and it's got like a $1.99 price tag on it, uh, you, they're going to say, we can't sell it to you for ninety right. nine, but we can sell it to you with, uh, at cost, which is, you know, whatever, you know, 400 bucks or whatever the cost is. Right. So when has a price mistake worked out in your favor? This person said, uh, Christmas shopping on Amazon. I got a brand new iPad Air for 17 bucks. Transaction went through, received the item. Everything was great. Lucky me. Someone asked about that lady with the chairs. Does she have a GoFundMe yet? No. <laughs> you know it's going to happen. Yep. My one penny chairs. Uh, went to a big box retailer to get my son a little swing set. It was on sale for 149 bucks. When the young, dumb kid cashier rang it up, it came out to $1.49. I didn't say a word. I grabbed Holy the box cow, and ran. that's the dumbest. Bomb-ass deal. That's when a, a dumb cashier works in your favor. Yeah. Because most would be like, oh, that's wrong. You wouldn't believe how many cashiers at the grocery store I worked that got fired for mistakes like that. Like I, I can see it. Big items too that you were like, "How is that going for a dollar forty nine, dummy?" Like, there's no way that's yep. a buck and a half. No, nope. it's a three three hundred dollar item. Yeah, exactly. If someone comes <laughs> to your little kiosk area with a three thousand dollar item and then you give them the bill and you're like, uh, "That will be thirty dollars and twenty five cents," you should know something's Somebody wrong. Somebody made a boo boo, but. There's a lot of dumb. <laughs> this is a different one. I went to replace one of my fiance's vibrators after it stopped working. <laughs> I emailed the support line. They sent me a brand new toy model, newer, plus a complimentary toy without even asking for a receipt or proof of purchase. I was just giving them away. Bonus vibes. Because they I mean, how much do they cost to make and change? One vibrator, two vibrators, three vibrators, these things must go. Well, I'll tell you, I had a buddy. I had a buddy who designed a uh, lesbianic vibrator. Designed and one. He uh, he. Well, he was tasked with building them. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, he had a he had a factory yeah. that built stuff like that. And uh, these two lesbian ladies came in, and they were like, "We got an awesome idea for that." Mm. And the, he he built it, and he said it was like. Because it was like reinforced steel and stuff on the inside, like you wouldn't believe the stuff on the inside hmm. of the of some of these things, double dongers. Um, that like it, you know, it costs like three bucks or something like that. Hmm. Three bucks to make one. Well, of that's them. what I'm saying. That's why they're giving them away. All yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, this one went to Sears to buy an eighty nine dollar patio table. They brought out an eight hundred ninety nine dollar patio set. I tried multiple times to tell them it was wrong, but they just insisted. So I took it home. And that's why Sears is out of business. Yep. Yeah. For the most part. Um, Aaron, how you doing, man? How are you? Hey, how you guys doing this morning? We're okay. So uh, when did a price mistake work in your favor? Well, it wasn't really a price mistake, but it was uh, kind of an error. Um, my son broke my flat screen TV playing his video games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I needed a TV with flat broke, so I went to one of those rent places. And uh, it was like 50 bucks a week, you pay your first month down. So we paid our first 50 bucks, went back the next week to make our next payment, store closed down. I got a 65-inch flat screen TV, brand new, for yeah. 50 bucks. Well, hey. Yeah. <laughs> it was that's like, you did nothing wrong. That's you like, did nothing uh, wrong, dude. Nope. 
<laughs> Thanks for calling in. Andy's blockbuster tapes. It, it, yep. <laughs> Same awesome. thing. I think yeah. he won a bit bigger than you. Yeah. I yeah, I just know. got, you know, DVDs, a phone booth. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> uh, so here's a strange one. My dad bought my girlfriend a $30 gift card for Target. Mm-hmm. Now, we didn't use it for about a week, but when I went to check the balance, there was $1,000 on it. I called my dad to ask him about it and told him to check his bank account. No extra charges. When I logged into the website to check the balance, it showed that $30 was being added every day. We ended up getting $1,700 out of it. Never heard from anyone. Never had to pay it back. What a weird glitch. Mm-hmm. Man, I just, I'd always be worried about something well, like that. I feel like there's recourse for somebody me. if it is like a computer glitch to be like, oh, you spent all $1,700 right. of that. Yeah. Huh? Well, now you owe us $1,700. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's your 30. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that is a risky one. Mm-hmm. Um, a few more quick calls here. We're wondering when did a price mistake work out in your favor? Matt, yours was a big one, we understand. Yeah, this is, it's a little different. It's a little bit of a hospital. And, uh, so we just recently had a baby and the wife had a C section. The whole bill came out to about $30,000. Insurance paid for everything except for like $5,000, whatever the deductible was. So we were paying on it religiously every week, putting a hundred bucks down on it. But apparently the hospital didn't think we were paying fast enough and they sent my wife to collection. So she calls around, calls the collections agency, calls the hospital, calls a bunch of people at the hospital. They said, oh yeah, sorry, that's our fault. You know, we'll bring you back from collection. Sorry about that. So they brought her back from collection. And then the next bill she got was only, I think it was like $90 or something like that. So she called them back and said, hey, I still owed like 3000 some odd dollars. You know, what's going on? Why, why is this still only $90? Their response was, whoops, it must have got lost in transition. So pay the $90 and you're good. Hmm. And you pay the damn $90 and walk yeah. away, right? Yes, you do. Because that doesn't happen. That never happens. I'll never no. tell you how much I owe you. No, my God. What an honest person That's that is. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wouldn't, I might not have even called. I won't even pay you till I start hearing from you. <laughs> <laughs> Free money. And this last one here. Listen to this one. I bought a 2004 Ferrari 360 Modena from an old guy for $31,000. He tried to jumpstart it and he hooked the cables up wrong. He thought he fried the computer. And that would have been an $18,000 fix. Turns out all it needed was a battery. I sold it for $109,000. It was the deal of a lifetime. He paid thirty-one grand for that car, and he turned around and sold it for $109,000. Because an old guy thought he fried it, but it just needed a battery. So he ripped off an elderly person. Yeah. Well, I mean, but is that really <laughs> ripping off when the guy's just I selling know, it for that dude, price? I don't know. <laughs> well, he obviously is a very wealthy elderly person driving that car i don't know <laughs> you guys don't see it as like a big win okay mm-hmm. t- think about it so like i and and believe me i've had the dream of going to different places and then i encounter like an elderly woman who has like a 1958 gibson les paul worth some of them priceless and it was her it was my husband's i don't even know anything about it and then I'm like, I'll give you a thousand dollars. Oh my God, mm. sure. Like, am I not a pizza? Yeah, I guess. You want to tell her how much it's worth if you know? But if like, that guy didn't buy it, someone else would have. I get it. No, I get it. You know, 
And honestly, to be it's honest, a, if it was a man like know, struggling to survive, an old man, and he, <laughs> and this is the thing, he bought a thirty-one thousand dollar Ferrari that he even, I would assume, yes, thought was dead too. That he like thought that, that he would uh, have to spend eighteen grand. But to then fix when up. he went to get it fixed, the guy was like, "No, dude, it's a battery." So. Yeah, let's hope that's the case. Yeah, I'm going to go with that then just I feel so I feel a little better. Bit better about yeah. the whole yeah. deal. Yeah. <laughs> Not so guilty. Yeah. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Free. Kim Jong-un, guess he may be as big of a fast food fan as Donald Trump. According to new U.S. intelligence assessments, while the North Korean leader is no longer willing to give up his nuclear weapons, he said he may be open to open a burger joint as a show of goodwill. At a 2016 campaign rally, Trump said he would invite Kim to a state dinner, but instead of something formal, they would dine on a hamburger. Probably the only reason why he wants to talk so he can get a burger place. Yeah, he's like, I think I have them right where I want to finery. I will get a U.S. Burger joint. 35 years we've been working to try to get one. My father's father, my father, all working for one common goal. And now it is I that have done it. Here's the deal. Or I not give you my nukes. I want a Burger King burgers with the McDonald's fries. If that not happen, no more peace. Well, he's a genius. Yeah. I want that too. I want that too. For the first time ever, I'm on Kim Jong inside. Dave and Chuck the Freak. From inside the Tuft and Needle studio, it's Dave and Chuck the Freak. I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday. What? It's Friday. What? Yeah, yeah, come on. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, bitches. On a Friday, bitches. Um, I don't know if you guys were listening. I think it was last week. I talked about the story about driving on 75, and this guy in a red pickup truck like was on my ass yeah. and, and kept doing this to me. Yeah, you the finger banging. What did you say? <laughs> finger banging. Finger bang. He was banging me with his finger. Finger right. bang. bang. Finger bang. Bang. <laughs> and then, like, two at some time, like yeah. double, two double finger banging, psychotic behavior. Double yeah. finger bang, but just making the gun with his fingers like psycho, yeah. and doing this because I didn't get out of the way fast enough. But I couldn't. There was a car beside me. I couldn't move over. Right. And then he followed me all the way downtown, all the way to three seventy five. And then when when I got off three seventy five, going on to Jefferson, he finally whipped around the other way, and I think he just got back on seventy five. So he followed me for eight minutes, probably out of his way, just so he could finger bang me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you'll follow someone to finger banging. Yeah. Which I thought at first I'm, I started laughing. Bang bang! <laughs> he was finger banging you for miles. He was. Yeah. No, he was absolutely. You should have just let him. Just went with it. Just go with it. Next time, stop. Yeah. <laughs> Pull over. Bang bang. 
hey, you want to finger bang me in person? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, at first I it do. was like, <laughs> okay, all right. At first it was kind of funny. I thought it was a joke, but then it got serious, and I thought, okay, this guy's off his rocker, and maybe he has a real gun or something, and yeah. he's nuts. So we get this email uh, just a little bit ago from Marissa. She said, I listen to your podcast faithfully. I'm just a bit behind. I'm just catching the story about Dave. I swear I had the exact same thing happen to me with that guy that was I following knew Dave. Same guy? In the I, red truck. No, it was I the knew. big red truck. I knew you weren't the first person that that dude finger banged. No way. <laughs> he banged her too. She said, I was honestly scared for my life. I was in the left lane too. I was trying to get out of the way just like you, but cars were passing on my right and this guy was on my ass. Same thing happened to me. She said, I mean, I couldn't let off the gas or else he may have hit me. Yeah. I told you guys the same thing. Like, he was maybe uh, two inches away yeah. from my bumper. How no. long did he finger bang her for? Let me get to that. She <laughs> says, I finally get over so we can pass, but he gets over, too, directly behind me. Same thing he did to me. Bang, bang. She said, again, I tried to get out of his way. I went back to the left lane. He gets over, too. So then I drastically went over two lanes to get in the far right lane. He does the same thing. I'm shook, she said at this point. Like, he's going to kill me. Yeah. Then he did the finger bang. Yeah. Finally, that scared the hell out of me. I tried to get off the exit ramp and take the street, but he followed me again. I swerved off that ramp at the last second and stayed on the freeway. As he kept going up the ramp, he gave me the fingers, finger banged me one more time, <laughs> yeah. and took off. Yeah, I've never been so scared driving That's before. That's terrifying. So it was the same <laughs> freeway? It was the same? Yes. So this guy just does. No, gotta be this what he yeah. when, He's a serial finger banger. Exactly. <laughs> what he is. Yeah. When Dave said that this guy did this, you knew that this dude, he's got the big truck. He's, right. He's finger banging everybody. <laughs> that other people have been through it. Right. In fact, I was surprised that we didn't get a call like right then. Yeah. Like someone was like, oh my God, that guy did it yesterday to me. Mm. You know, so hmm. I don't know. But you can't just let him finger bang you. Like, what are you going to do? Well, well, I don't know. What can I think you do? Just stay call the well, cops? Well Should you ever call the cops, you think? Yeah, you tell the police. Other people are like, Dave, yeah, you're but... a pussy. You should have pulled over. What's wrong with you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what Dave, what's Dave going to do? Well, I mean, hand I could have done something, but he could have had a gun. Take off his flip-flop no, and yeah. him. <laughs> don't do that. Don't. <laughs> don't pull over. Out of you. <laughs> That's a size 14, I bitch. mean, it would hurt. It, it would hurt. His threatening flip-flop. I'm scared about his table. Yeah. Yeah. Don't shake us off this yeah. tiny little I'm like right on the edge. I'm right on the edge over here. You shake this table, I might no, fall right I mean, up. that could scare him, though. You're a psycho with a flip-flop well, as yeah. a weapon. Until he's like, dude, I finger-banged you for six miles. I do have actual guns. True. Yeah. Well, that's what, that was my fear. He had an... It, but if a guy... Put away his fake really guns, had guns out his real gun. Do you think, you think he actually has real guns if he's just using his fingers? Who knows who has real guns? Probably yeah. not. I think a dude in a truck but you don't like chance that probably it. does. He's got real guns. Yeah, so he's not Dave the world's a... tiniest dick, so he's got a big gun to compensate Of course for. he does. Yeah. Hope you're listening, red truck. Oh, easy. Yeah, he's going to find you. Little dick red truck driver with the finger banging. Bang, yeah. bang. So if Dave takes off his sandal, then, does that then become a foot job? It's a foot, yeah. So he, yeah, he yeah. finger banged me, finger so I gave him a me. foot job. You're getting a foot job, fella. I'll give you a foot job right here. It's really you want a foot job, bitch? <laughs> it's, it's really Jesus. funny to, to do this show right now, and our program director is right behind you. He's like, you know what? <laughs> uh, finger banging. Doesn't, doesn't pay any attention. I know. No, he doesn't. I thought he Not listening. Like, yeah, as a gun goes bang, bang. A gun. <laughs> Bang, bang. Then he can deny any involvement. Yeah, exactly. well, I never heard them say it. I have no idea. 
I don't uh, think they were talking about finger banging. <laughs> the way you're trying For those just joining us, it's making yes. pretend guns with pretend. your fingers yeah. and banging them at some point. Right, right. Finger banks. You know. The yeah. cactus jack. Bang, bang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> would you guys have acted any differently? I would have been out of there so fast. Are you fast, kidding me? That guy not... would not have been able to keep up with Lisa. Well, no, no, yeah. Lisa would have blown his doors off. No, so. no, He's no, been no. like, seriously? No. <laughs> uh, good luck, truck. Uh, yeah, Engage nitro speed. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. handled it. Guys. What about you, Andy? What would you have done? I mean, I probably would have done what you. I would have pissed a little with my pants. But I would have, <laughs> have tried to stay ahead of him. <laughs> oh boy! I sure hope I don't have to get the law involved because I'm quite a uh, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! You wouldn't have been in the fast lane. Yeah, no, no I would have. You're in the slow he lane. He would have caught me. I, I'm oh, as good yeah. as finger bang. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. What's his end game, though? Okay, if he doesn't have a gun, what's his end game? It's just just to uh, intimidate you. It's and yeah, because to me, that's there's emotional damage. Yeah, he's got yeah. issues in his yeah, life. There's an emotional damage. Yeah, that's because he's gone got the there. world's tiniest wiener. Well, I do too, but I don't go around finger banging every guy I see. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> At least to our knowledge, you don't. Yeah, <laughs> who knows what you do in your secret chuck life? Who knows? I would never cheat on you, James. That's James's <laughs> jealousy speaking. I am getting, I'm getting angry. Yeah. Stinger <laughs> being So, another okay, man. watch out for tiny dick red truck guy. Yeah, I'm just yeah, warning yeah. you. If you're on 75, he's he's watch out for him because he's there and he's going to finger bang you. <laughs> yeah. No one wants to be finger I will say this, though. Maybe some of you do. No, we. We talked about it. I'm pretty sure that's like a threat. It is. It can be. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's a You're threat. You're not dealing with a full deck of cards with that guy, so you did the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so I go to Detroit police and like, yeah, so this guy was doing fake guns oh, at no, me. No, you go to Detroit police and not do anything. Well, that's what I'm saying. I can't yeah, report it to Detroit. No. There's people getting shot with real guns right there, bitch. Yeah. And okay. I've got a finger gun guy and a truck yeah. was making me feel really scared. You yeah, don't say he had finger guns. You just say a guy looked like he had a gun and he looked like he was pointing at me on the highway. That's exactly what you imagine what if Dave called me and said that? I like a guy with finger guns? They would hang up on you. You think it's a prank call, yeah. 911, <laughs> They'd be oh, like, God, listen, I'm in a, I'm in a real jam here. I am on. Calm 75. down, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, ma'am. But it's a real sassy black oh, woman. That's like the 911 operator. No, oh, compose yourself, madam. Now what happened? Well, I'll tell you. I'm on 75 right now, and uh-huh. there is a large red truck chasing me down. He's okay. trying to finger bang me. Okay. He's got finger guns. Oh, gee. Two uh. of them. Two like, finger like, guns. He's making guns with his hands. Bang, 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 bang. You, you know? Listen, ma'am, you, you just got to get home. All right? That's what I'm trying to do. I hope I make it. All right, yeah, we don't have time for this, ma'am. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right, I'll yeah, call you click. when he... <laughs> Calm down, okay. miss. Really shoots me. <laughs> no, James right. would be a sassy black lady. He'd be like, this is Detroit, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. We're dealing with real problems, man. Yeah. 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 They wouldn't take my call. No. No, you're right. You know, but I do think if you did what James said and you, you leave out the finger gun part. Just, I think it's a gun. It looks like guy. he has a gun, maybe more than one. Yeah, he had there you go. Each hand. I'm not yeah. sure what's going on, but I'm very scared for my life. Yeah. Yes. So then they track him down, and then his day would be ruined. Right. Suck on that. Yeah. Bitch. Well, that's just it. 
That's what I'll do next time. I ever encounter him again because I, I take think, the same route. To be honest, I think if you encounter him again, he's going to kill you. Yeah. Especially after this. <laughs> Once he hears all the stuff you're saying about him. It was like, I heard you talking about all that finger banging stuff on the radio. You know what? He thinks he thinks it's small now. <laughs> Wait until I buy the biggest gun on earth. Yeah. I show Dave what it's all about. And probably listening. You're probably listening, you <laughs> small <laughs> dick bastard. You're no, probably listening get right out now. Of the car while I do some stuff. Well, hopefully not. Hopefully you listen. Well, I, I, if anyone encounters him, what do you suggest? They just kind of get just, out of his way. But that's what I tried way. to do. Pedal to the metal. I tried to get out of his way. Just nothing, don't do nothing, anything. and like she did too. The listener yeah. emailed us. I really try yeah. to not engage crazy. Just drive faster. You know? Yeah. Do you and you cut him off on purpose? Did you say? No, I did not cut him off on purpose, Chuck. Are you sure? He came up on my ass so fast, I didn't even have time to get out of the way. Right, that's right. I will always move out of the way. I'm a fast driver, but if someone's going faster, then I'll move over. Yeah, yeah. But there was people there I couldn't get over. Right. And that did not make him happy. Man, that guy needs to leave like 10 minutes earlier for wherever he's going, and then he wouldn't be so upset. What does he do? I want his story. What does he do for a living? No. Have, has he been scorned? Like, what's yeah. his deal? Yeah, he's been scorned. Yes, he's been scorned. He's been <laughs> Been scorned a lot, it seems. Yeah, he's just a highway phantom threatening people in a with their finger guns. Exactly. Uh, nah, it's a bad idea. Bang bang. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to some celebrity dirt here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. So uh, Charlie Sheen is running out of money. I'm surprised he had it. I know you're sad, right? You're sad for the poor cocaine addicted idiot. Um, he's actually trying to get them to reduce his child support payments because he can't afford to pay them anymore. Well. I mean, I get that. Yeah. He pays twenty grand a month to Denise Richards for their daughters, Sam and Lola. Mm -hmm. He pays fifty-five grand a month to Brooke Mueller for their twin sons, Bob and Max. But he says the bills are piling up. He can't find steady work, and he's been blacklisted for many aspects of the entertainment industry. He owes millions to his lawyers, the IRS, the bank for his mortgage, and he's past due on his gardening bills. Oh gardening, my gardening, my God! You Charlie, they give up the garden. Listen to me, Charlie. <laughs> if you don't pay <laughs> in a two weeks, it's gonna be a big, big problem. You're gonna turn all your bushes into dongers. I'll do it. <laughs> we will do it. Yes, we will. He just had to fire his pool cleaner too. Oh, oh my oh, God! Poor guy. Sad, you guys. Poor it's sad. Guy. It's Talk sad. about a guy just scraping by. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, I want to put this in perspective for everyone because, like, how much money did Charlie Sheen have? He was the highest-paid actor on television in 2010. Yeah. For one episode, for one week's worth on Two and a Half Men, he made $1.8 million. Yeah, which is why... A week. Yeah. A week. So, the average American, through their whole life, 40 years of work, will make $1.4 million. Yeah. He made more for one episode of his show than the average American will make for their whole life. And he's bitching about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it no, went up his nose and through his dong. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> to know. feel sorry for. Him. No. Yeah, you can't. Plus, he had all that Hot Shots money. <laughs> hot Shots and Hot Shots too. Part do. I say the money you part went Part do. Part do. Part do. Part do was quite the nest egg. Uh huh. <laughs> I don't know, but um, yeah. So Charlie Sheen hurting, yeah. but we don't feel sorry for him. Okay, so we know you guys are ready for The Rock to be our president. President The Us Rock. Us too. Us too. We just yeah. took another step there because another, the second big WWE star to take public office just happened last night. Kane. Oh my God! Hellfire Brimstone votes! <laughs> the big red machine is about to become the big red mayor. Uh, Kane, 
real name Glenn Jacobs, was just elected mayor of Knox County, Tennessee last night. Yeah. He's a Republican. He defeated his Democratic opponent by a pretty wide margin. He took home 66% of the vote he got. So he blew her away. Yeah. Uh, that margin of victory is significantly wider than his win in the primary, where he beat his challenger by just 23 votes. So he, wow. his campaign definitely picked up some steam. He's now like politics. Man. The second yeah. major WWE star to be elected to public office. He follows in the footsteps, of course, of Jesse Ventura, who served as mayor of Brooklyn Park, Minnesota from 1991 to 1995, and then as governor of the state from 1999 to 2003. Pretty soon, we'll all be governed by wrestlers. Yep. That's it. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it, too. I'm ready for it. I've been following the wrestling game. Watch all the people that were in Predator, too, because a lot of them become politics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They become politics? Yeah. There's uh, a a couple of people from our politicians. (laughs) Yeah. And then, Everyone of course, catches me. Jesse Ventura. Jesse. Okay, so you think huh. of a celebrity whose sex life you want to know more about. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. I think we know enough. Yeah. That guy's a big Hulk Hogan fan. Yeah. Yep. Um, think about the celebrity you want to know more about sexually. Mm. Everyone got an image in their head of someone? All right. Sure. Oprah Winfrey. No. It's Oprah, right? No. That's who you were thinking? No. Nope. During an online question and answer session, how you doing, Oprah? Someone asked Oprah what her perfect date night with Stedman would be. Oh, jeez, lots of sex. She said lots of sex. Well, she said it starts with food and it ends with she you said know. That? Yeah, it, she did. She losing it. Here's her quote. She said, "He's delighted with anything I make. I'm a, an amazing cook." Oh. So my favorite date night is to make him some black-eyed peas and cornbread as a surprise for dinner. And then, honey, hush. Or hush. 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 She said, then, honey. Snaps. Snaps. Lava. Lava. Lava snaps. Dave needs his own dictionary. I do. Mm -hmm. Uh, She said, hush. Because that's all you need. Perfect date night, me cooking, and then it's on. Yeah. Sex. Oprah sex. Got a belly full of food. A wanting Oprah. A gassy Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) You think she cooks like her own line of food products? Like the old line of food products? Those diet products? Yeah. Bet you that's not that tasty. Isn't it bad when someone comes out and they're like, well, first off, I'm an excellent cook, and I'll cook the best meal of Stedman's life. Right. Now, you can't say that about yourself. No. It's for other people to decide. Do you right. think she'd be good in bed? What? I'm just a question. Just I'm curious. Oh. Do you think Oprah would be good in bed? I think she's probably selfish. She's all about Oprah. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably yeah, right. Yeah, she's not like she's not doling out <laughs> orgasms. You get an orgasm, and you get an orgasm, and you get an orgasm. Yeah, as soon as dinner done, dinner's done. Stedman's like, oh god. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's gonna want it for like three hours. He just he puts like a minor helmet on. <laughs> he's got to get to work. Yeah, oh yeah. Go into work. I mean, <laughs> he's been going to work for quite yeah, some he time. He has. They've been together for a long yeah. time, and she's throw her many different sizes. And God bless him. Yeah. Yep, he d- it doesn't matter how she looks. Yeah. He's got to take it. Stedman's in it to win it. Yeah, he is. Yeah, but then he, they go home and they're laying their bed of money. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're doing okay for themselves. No, I know. That's how he wipes his tears after exactly. 
<laughs> he cleans up a thousand dollars. That's, that's, that's how you clean it up. We're going to take a break here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. When we come back in just a moment, we'll get to a check of the news. When women are trying to have a kid, how do they act differently in the sack? We'll tell you about that. Uh, did someone put a $70,000 hit out on a dog? Oh. And why is our badass of the day a pig named Dumplin'? Dumplin'? Dumplin'. You'll find out when we come back in just a moment. We're live at our backyard barbecue here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Speaking of awesome, it's Friday, bitches. From inside the Tuft and Needle studio, it's Dave and Chuck the Freak. I'm going to get you high today because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday. What? It's Friday. Yes, it is Friday, bitches. Live at our Backyard Barbecue Bash. Hey, it is Dave and Chuck the Freak here. On 101 WRIF. Penis to you all. Let's get to a check of the news right now. When women are trying to have a kid, do they get crazier in the sack? No. Why did someone put a $70,000 hit out on a dog? And why is our badass of the day a pig named Dumplin'? Let's find out. Sir, news from the underground. I'm Dave Hunter. It is time now for a check of the news. We're going to start in Fort Pierce, Florida, where a spat over the jukebox escalated into a confrontation that landed one man behind bars. Well, this could be, could have been Andy. It could have been, been Andy. Been, yeah. It could be you Andy. Like the, the music selection and the... Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't put up with nonsense. <laughs> You know that about me. I yeah. do. Didn't I do. you have a, a jukebox fight with like someone? Like a war? Like a yeah, I do a couple of things with jukeboxes. When like stupid songs start playing, I will spend whatever money I have available to me yeah. to make sure good music plays. Because you can in some of these things. You can trump you, them, basically. You, yeah, if you pay a premium, yeah. an extra dollar gets your song next. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so I do then. a lot of that. And then there was a bar I was at, and there was a bunch of people like with their kids there. And I was like, it's a bar. I want to be an alcoholic mess. <laughs> right. So now we're going to start playing some industrial from the 80s <laughs> and uh, scare everybody nice. out of here so yeah. I can go back to my day. Yeah. Everyone leaves. Yeah. They're like, oh, geez, I've never heard that song before. What was that? <laughs> what kind of monster would play that? It's a song about heroin use. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, exactly. if Chuck was at a bar, I wanted to play his Tears for Fears. Yeah, yeah. And he had already put in his money, but I decide I want to hear Kenny Rogers, the gambler. I can put in more cash. 
to Trump. Yeah, yours will then go and to the front of the line. I would be putting all my money on Chuck's selection. Thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you very much. I had. Yeah, uh, Lisa's all in. All and, in. And Dave, Dave would be like, God, they haven't played my Kenny Rogers. Because <laughs> that's what happens, right? People start thinking like, oh, they're like, oh, my song's got to be. Yeah, they start up. getting anxiety they about do. it. They do. No, you're they like, it's never it. gonna happen. And you're like, no, I've I've paid for a whole hour and a half block. Listen, you're gonna leave before my songs are done. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what happened in Florida. 28-year-old Michael Gretsch was jailed about 2 in the morning after something that happened at the Jetty Lounge in Fort Pierce, Florida. A police officer was actually in that bar as it was closing. The officer reported one man stayed at the bar. This dude who was wasted, he was arguing with bartenders because the songs he paid for hadn't played yet. And they weren't going to close until he heard his songs. Oh, wow. Mm. Wow. The bartender told police... Um, that she wanted him to leave the premises. They said, listen, dude, the bar's closing. you got to get out of here. But he continued to argue with them that he didn't hear his songs yet, and he paid good money to hear them. They told him to leave or he's going to be arrested. And he said, what are you going to do, take me to jail? That's yep. what they did. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yep. <laughs> yeah, so they uh, described him. Yep. He describes himself as a jukebox antihero. Uh, I mean, like, you should really know that the bar's about to close before you no, put but, three hours. So this guy, though, is the opposite of, like, what you're doing. Yeah. He's like, I am not going to pay that premium oh. price, but I expect to He's hear the my opposite song. of an anti-hero. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a jukebox douche. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a juke. You're a douchebox. Douchebox. <laughs> so they turned him around. They handcuffed him. He was taken to jail. On a trespassing charge. Yeah, I'll take you. Yeah, they're just dying. To. <laughs> yeah. What did you say? Oh, finally. All right. Uh, <laughs> how many guys here uh, are with a lady who has had a baby with them? Lady Raise your hands. With a baby. <laughs> all the so, baby daddies. Yeah, all the there's baby two daddies. Guys here just two. There's more than two guys here that have kids. I guess they don't want to be singled out. Yeah, they, they don't. But this new study is. I just wanted to see if they agree with it. They say that women who are trying to have a kid are more sexually adventurous in the bedroom. Uh, the only f- way I might think that this goes down is when, like, the girl has decided she wants to have a kid. Yeah. And she really hasn't told to the guy, on. but she's, like, trying to make sure he's always yeah. doing stuff with her, you know? Yeah. No, that's it. It's incentive, right? Like, so. I smell your buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do, too. I'm like, did I just get a whiff of something? Yeah. <laughs> It's high times here at the Dave and Chuck the Freak backyard barbecue. <laughs> I smell a friend. <laughs> I smell a friend. The party has begun. Uh, All right, uh. so here's what the survey found, that half of the women who are trying to have a baby have sex more often, and they change positions more frequently. The red truck's here. In the hopes. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming for you, Dave. There he is. He's outside. I did hear some, some truck sound. Yep. <laughs> you come on, little dick bitch. Let's go. <laughs> now. Well, he's got about 500 people here that will help yeah, him. Go get him, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So they say that, okay, half, half of the women do it more often, and they change positions more frequently. They change their behavior both in and out of bed. Um, I don't know. I mean, you I can guess see it, though. you can see yeah. it. Yeah, you can see it. Like, I, like happen. I said, you and then as soon as you have the baby, or you, you know, then it's over with. Well, then it's <laughs> out, right? Show yeah. is over. Right. I mean, back to legs up. 
Not even. <laughs> Once a week. Now I'm afraid not. You know, we, as I've said before, oh. we were lucky because oh. it happened so fast. But it unfortunately was not. I mean, you want to try a little bit, right? Like we, the, the week we decided to start trying, we got pregnant both yeah. times. Yeah. That's cousin nine inches. Stop it. You can plant that seat nice and deep. <laughs> Direct <laughs> delivery. No, but you don't mind a Still couple of months. Yeah. I, I feel for those people that can't have kids and that sucks. But you want a couple of months of at least trying. That's the fun part, right? Right, because then it's, you're going all the time. Isn't that what dating's for, Dave? Yeah, yeah. I guess. Then you have a yeah. condom on. You've got to be careful. But they say the only thing that can screw it up is if they get it, if they're too nervous about having a kid, if they're fretting about it that yeah, little. Yeah, it seems like yeah. it takes away. Yeah, I it. think that it's everything's fine until a certain point. And then once it's been like a certain amount of time and it's not working out for you, then things just get real bad. Yeah, you know. Yeah, then it's yeah, like a chore. Yeah, and you gotta like punch in an hour, and yeah. your sperm doesn't work, and all oh, sorts God. of bad work, stuff. Sperm, right? Work. You know, you know. Yeah, you don't want your sperm to work. No, no, I'm no, glad my my sperm. There's like probably three of them in there, yeah. and they're like from all my party, and then one of them's got like a cat in the hat hat on, and like glow sticks, and he's all he's on Molly. Yeah. He's just raving away. <laughs> oh, that's Andy's, Andy's party sperm. Yeah. He's barely he's moving. He's barely moving. Look at that egg all the way over there. He's too far, man. He's too far. I don't, I don't have any interest in making his eye go. <laughs> One of the other ones got dreadlocks. Yeah. Loves Jamaica. <laughs> no worries. Right. It's a Rastafarian. <laughs> should be I good. I don't believe in swimming. <laughs> Andy's stone sperm. Yeah. Hopefully not making any kids for him. Uh, you know, uh, occasionally a story comes along and you think, oh, that's so Chuck or that's so Andy. This one is so Lisa Way. Okay. If you're prone to buzzed online shopping, mm -hmm. you may want to stay away from gin. Yeah. Oh! Dun, dun, dun. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's so bad. Isn't that crazy? A new study has found that people who drink gin yeah. spend more money when buzzed shopping online when they drink any other kind of booze. Really? Gin, yeah. huh? Gin? Yeah. If yeah. you're gin and shopping, look out. Gin Could this shopping. just be that they pulled Lisa's name out of some kind of hat? <laughs> and they were like, well, look, look into this Lisa way. And then they were like, oh, it looks like she drinks gin. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look what gin does to you. We crunch the numbers and gin will make you buy more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So they said, and it's not just a little bit, too. It's not just a couple of bucks. Gin drinkers spend an average of $82 more shopping online. Okay. Now, I want to analyze this for just a, a couple seconds. Okay. Is this because, is gin somehow more of a refined drink? Is it more of a woman drink? Uh, I, so. I know my no. grandma drank it. My grandfather drank it, too, though. So it's like, Because at the bottom of the list skin. is whiskey, which is more of a man drink. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe. I just, I don't, I don't know. I, think... I, like, I feel like if you followed Lisa's path of, like, what she likes to drink, it started with probably vodka. Yeah. B bad times. Right. Tequila. Bad, bad tequila, those panties whipped off. Switch to tequila. tequila. Then she's yeah. like, I can't be doing that all the time. And then, you know, I don't know if there was anything after that. Well, there's a lot of wine. There's always yeah, like say, beer. There's lots of beer. Right. Yeah. But then, like, so then. Just name every alcohol there is out there. There's been a lot of it. Now, I would say Lisa has now, like, a refined palate, and, and it's like, and it's gin now. Yeah. And I just wonder if it's like. I don't know. Maybe that's it. So gin drinkers spend the most. Next, rum drinkers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then vodka drinkers. Then white wine drinkers. 
than red wine drinkers, whiskey drinkers spent the least. Hmm. Because I assume yeah, I it's, it's more men. Right. There's like yeah, guys. that's got to make Or they're too drunk. They don't know how to use the checkout. Right. True. I was going to buy stuff Not that I've been there before. <laughs> whiskey, that'll get you bombed. Yeah, sure oh, my will. God, it will. It sure will. Yeah, I just got yeah. into whiskey, and it is... Yeah, you got to be careful. Whiskey's a different thing. I'll punch you right in the face. Well, that's yeah. my problem with whiskey is I'm like, hey, stranger, let's, <laughs> let's fight each other now. Yeah, I don't know what is the deal with oh, that. Whiskey good. does make you makes me mean, angry. Don't it does. Like that, it turns that. me in, yeah, it turns me into a different person. Yeah. So I just steer clear. My abrasive friend, that was his drink of choice. Whoa. Well, it makes <laughs> some sense. Makes a ton it makes of sense. A lot of sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. So I uh, never before have I heard about someone putting a hit out on an animal. No, it's terrible, really. It is crazy. But the best drug-sniffing dog in Colombia is now in the witness protection program after a drug gang decided to put a $70,000 hit on her. Got to kill that dog. That dog keeps sniffing out all the stuff. (laughs) What are we going to do? Dog in Colombia has sniffed out a record amount of drugs in her career. I hate that dog. With the counter-narcotics police force. And now they've had to move the dog to a secure location to ensure her safety. Uh, The drugs gang put out a $70,000 hit on the German Shepherd's head after she found 10 tons of their cocaine. 10 tons. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. This Ubaneros is considered Colombia's most powerful criminal organization. They sound really, really tough. Yeah, scary. And they do. Yeah, we are the Urabenos. Urabenos. Yep, yep. Do whatever you want. Yeah. So uh, Shadow is her name. She was moved from the the area where the gang is to, to a secure somewhere location. Somewhere else. To like, a secure location. Yeah, like get yeah, her, get her get out of right there. out of there. Yeah. Time to come to America. She's like, I'm just a good I girl. I would keep the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. At least Lisa's willing to take the dog. Uh, okay, awesome. and then you get the Colombian drug lords after you. I know, I know. Uh, she, I guess, was been deployed in ports <laughs> all over the Atlantic coast, and she has found literally tons of cocaine through her career. And uh, five, recently, 5.3 tons in an area called Turbo and another 4 tons stash in car parts. It'd be so easy to hide the dog, though. Yeah. It's a dog, so right. it's not, Don't you, you know? feel like a lot of dogs are going to die in this whole mess? Oh, yeah, it sounds like a like lot of German that... shepherds. No. Just give it a new collar. It's a different dog. Yeah, yeah. it's a different color collar. Yeah. I like the idea of her being in witness protection, and they give her, like, a disguise with, like, sunglasses and a hat. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, it's totally not, not that, that dog. dog. Oh, they dress it up as a poodle? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dye it. Shave all of its hair off. I am a poodle now. Yeah. All right, well, speaking of pets, why is our badass of the day a pig named Dumplin'? Let's find out. The badass of the day. This is about as unlikely of a hero as you're going to find. Some burglars broke into a family's house in Indianapolis early this week, but they ran away empty-handed when they found themselves face-to-face with the family's pet pig. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm not talking about a miniature pig or a guinea pig. This family had a full-grown pig that they got as a pet earlier this year. His name is Dumplin'. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So how did Dumplin' stop the burglary? His owner says the officers were guessing when the person broke in. They were probably shocked that he had a pig. Weren't counting on me, were you? I'm yeah. I'm Dumplin'. <laughs> and they were like, well, we don't want to deal with this. Yeah. No. 
The cops are still trying to track down the thieves. As for Dumplin, well, his family eventually said, "Isn't that a what? 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 <laughs> what happened, Dave? They're going to eat it, aren't they?" Yes. Oh, yeah. Dumplin'. They got Dumplin' for oh. eating. <laughs> Dumplin's an eating pig? Yeah. They Come say... On. That's why they named it after a food. He'll be yeah. turned into bacon as a hero. Aww. Someone save Dumplin'. Help Dumplin'. The most patriotic bacon you can ever eat. Yeah, exactly. That's hero bacon, America. Yeah. That bacon saved our life. And then you eat them? That's messed up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you name your dog after a food... Oh, wait, I did. Right. Yeah, Hershey. Oh, yeah, Hershey. oh no. Green could be a Hershey Squirt, though. Oh, you're right. Oh, Hershey God. Squirt. Thank you, James. Thank you. Save me. Yeah, no problem. No, 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 He's named after poop, not food. Chuck's dog, Hershey Squirt. Yeah. 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 That's, that's him. You wanted a pet pig, didn't you? I did, yeah. I want to name him John Ham. John Ham. That's right. Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Or Kevin yeah. Bacon. I want to have two, actually. It'd be like, John Ham, Kevin Bacon, it's dinner time. Did you ever think they'd protect you? No, I know pigs are real smart, though. Like they'll call the cops, or they'll get like. They'll call the cops. They're like, uh, there's like, hello, a, there's hello. a story of a lady that was having a, a heart attack, and yeah. the pig went out in the middle of the road, stopped traffic, and then yeah. somebody got out of their car, car, went in and helped the lady. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Pigs are heroes, man. Pigs, pigs are pigs heroes. are heroes. And then you eat them. Then you eat them. Dumplings. Don't eat dumplings. They're so good. Hero yeah, bacon. They're delicious. Right there. So good. Delicious Those are my heroes. thoughts. Not yours. I'm Dave Hunter on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Another day, another senior behind the wheel. Take a listen. Police tell us that an elderly woman was behind the wheel of her car when she says it just took off on her. Take a listen to one of the witnesses who didn't see anything, but she sure did hear it. I didn't see anything. I just heard. It didn't sound like a bomb in the place. I wasn't heard. People still coming and going at the end. Oh, like a flickering tongue? Yeah. Like she was like, I didn't see. I got a damn thing. Oh, I heard it was a. Oh. What happens to you when you get old? Your tongue just pops out when you talk? I don't know. She has teeth issues, probably, right? She had a full deck. Damn thing just started going wild on me about five years ago. Tell you, I'm trying to. Just flips around out of nowhere sometimes. Hey, what's up? How are you doing? You got the same thing, huh? Yeah, that's why I'm here. Yeah, me too. I was at the bank the other day and a little old lady came in. A little old lady? Nobody tells you this about aging, you know? It's a horrible side effect of aging if your tongue goes wild. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak. It's Friday. Bitches. Yes, it's Friday, bitches, and we're live in the backyard of the Rip. It's our backyard barbecue. Bash. <laughs> barbecue bash. Barbecue bash. Thanks to everyone for coming out. Uh, great food here today from Famous Dave's, Batter Up, Penn Station Subs, Hamlin Pub, and Fago. And some of our sponsors made it all happen Metro PCS, Spex Howard School of Media Arts, BDT Smoke Shops, Adam and Eve. They've got a booth featuring an original piece of art by James over there. The most beautiful yeah. piece of art ever erected. That really is amazing. It's Pun a intended. gigantic wooden penis. I modeled it after Dave. All right. It's true. It's, it's to scale, guys. It's to it scale. It's to actual scale. There's you a can... video of him loading it up into the truck. Yes, I saw that. And so it's one of the most amazing pieces of cinema yeah. I've ever seen. In my neighborhood with children across the street playing in the front yard. What I love. Sex offender. No. Sex offender. No, but what I love about James is James. He put wheels on it. Yeah. You know he what I mean. He made his like, dick mobile. It's it's got wheels it on. It started it, as right. a rocking dick. Right. That's what I like, thought. How can we step this up? Can you imagine? Hold on. Yeah. Get a picture. 
of old man James on his rocking dick. Yeah, that's what it was. See, the thing about James is he's a dreamer, right? He is. Yeah. He's a dreamer. He's, he's a dick dreamer. He looks at a toilet and he says, I can ride that around. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, he's got big ideas. I like to think out of the box. You know? Artistic. People yeah. drive around on hoverboards. I'm like, well, how can I step up the hoverboard, turn it into a toilet? He's yeah. like a yeah. pervy da Vinci. <laughs> Yeah. I like it. You're right. Dick, yeah. Dick Vinci. Yeah. They call me Dick Vinci. <laughs> the so, master yeah. of the dick arts. You can ride uh, James's dong. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, Twin Peaks is over there in the corner, and they're sponsoring the dung tank with Twin Peaks girls in the tank. So you may want to ride the dong and go visit the top parts, too. a lot of white t-shirts over at that dung tank, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a good color for a dunk tank. Yeah, <laughs> it absolutely is. While we're speaking of food here, because we're eating great food at the Backyard Barbecue, a uh, couple of things to wrap up the show today. It is still amazing to me that you can walk into a restaurant and buy something for a dollar. Like, it's not 1952. It's 2018. Mm-hmm. But, like, what are you talking about? But, like, it's still you can still get stuff for a buck. What? <laughs> like, lots of stuff. They've got dollar menus. Well, sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But they actually broke down what like what's the best stuff you can get for a buck. Okay. Okay, so if you are uh, on a limited budget or just a cheap bastard like Chuck, what can you buy for just a buck? Mm. From 8 to 1 as the best buys. I don't get number 8. What, what? is 8? Jimmy John's day-old bread. Oh. Well, well it's still it's good. One day it was good. baked fresh. It's still good. Yeah. One day before. Yeah, but it's just bread, bitch. You, you t- yeah, I need a day can't old. Can't I just people. go buy yeah, a roll for you, less than a buck? That bread's good. That bread's yeah. good. It's high quality. People do no, like that bread. I, that bread is really good. All right, fine. I was. At, uh, <laughs> I get it. I, it probably won't be on the list, but I was at a place and they made like, honestly, there's like amazing chicken wings, and they had a thing where you could buy yesterday's wings that were in the freezer. At night and take them home, and they were like one quarter the price. Hmm. Oh, that's crazy! You know, yeah. I mean, like it's so still good. One if day old isn't. Yeah, but you're. What do those come some. with? Free salmonella? I don't want day old chicken wings. That I don't know. What else is on the list? I here? didn't buy. <laughs> White Castles, White Castles cheese slider, mm-hmm. Wendy's buffalo chicken ranch sandwich, Taco Bell's shredded chicken mini quesadilla, Sonic's mini tots, McDonald's McChicken. In mm-hmm. the top two, Del Taco and Jack in the Box's tacos, they're a buck. And Burger King's $1 cheeseburger was the number one, they say, best value for your buck. I love a Burger King cheeseburger. Yeah. Me too. It's quality. Too. Like you can, you can bite into that and you're like, mm, the king did this. Real yeah. burger. That's real. <laughs> That's the king made the that. The king made that. And uh, I'm not sure you guys are aware, but uh, August is National Spam Month. Oh, okay. Like uh, spam? Spam the... The ham. The meat in the can. Ha- ham, I think, is a generous thing to say. Spam the ham. Spam, Spam the is like the, the lips and buttholes in a can. Yes. The canned meat product. Yeah. yeah. Well, a bar in Chicago is celebrating Spam Month by serving Spam-infused drinks. Ooh, ooh. Chip beef. Chip beef, indeed. Gross. For example, they do the Spam Mai Tai. Oh, God. Oh God. And they serve the drinks right in cans of Spam. Oh, in the can. No, How do they make it? I don't think you can ever really clean out a can of Spam. No, I think the Spam becomes part of the can. (laughs) Listen to how they make it. Yep. Spam and lard are fried together. Nice. Spam and lard. Mm -hmm. Yep. Then they take that juice that comes off it, the Spam juice, and they mix it with liquor. Run! (laughs) (laughs) 
They mix the spam juice with liquor. Yeah, oh, yeah, God. yeah. Afterward, the spirits are drained, leaving behind that flavor of spam. Yummy. Which they say kicks up the flavor of any drink. I don't know. Who hasn't looked at a can of spam and be like, I wish that were drinkable? I wish it was boozy. (laughs) (laughs) It looks, I don't know, revolting. That's horrifying. Disgusting. They're trying too much stuff nowadays. You know? Well, there will be a month where it's like, you know, National Shoe Day, and they're like, we got our beers and shoes today. Yeah, Yeah, that'll be it, yeah. I think I'd rather a beer and a shoe than a spam-infused drink. Mm, depends on the shoe, really. I guess, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. It absolutely does. Yeah, let me find the shoe. <laughs> Is it my own shoe? Or whose shoe was that? Yeah. I got questions. All right, so that's going to do it for us on the air. Uh, the party continues here in the backyard as we meet everyone that came out to see us here. Uh, I got a big thank you to all the folks that sponsored today's Backyard Barbecue, Famous Dave's, Batter Up, Penn Station Subs, Hamlet Pub, Fago, Metro PCS, and many, many more. We appreciate you being a part of it. Appreciate all you guys coming out. Thanks for coming, guys. We're going to talk to you more in just a second, but uh, here on The Riff, Ann Carlini is going to have a shot for you to win your way into Roadkill Nights, powered by Dodge, August 11th at the M1 Concourse. You can be there on us. Be listening around 1 o'clock this afternoon for your chance to win. Thanks for listening to Dave and Chuck the Freak. I think everyone should say penis so we can take away the negative power of the word. Yeah? So everybody? Penis. 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 Penis.